Oh, hi ho officer. We've had a doozy of a day. There we were minding our own business, just doing some chores around the house when kids started killing themselves all over my property. Well, were they psychos? Or... They look like psychos? Is that what they look like? They were vampires. Psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them. I don't give a fuck how crazy they are. So 1,100 men went in the war. 316 men come out. The sharks took the rest June the 29th, 1945. Well, what do we do? Why don't we just wait here for a little while? See what happens. Welcome to this special crossover episode of Death Rattle Horror Podcast, the now defunct Sinister Sisters Horror Podcast, and Good Times Great Movies Podcast. We have with us in the quote studio today, myself, Lola Stone, my new co-host of the Death Rattle Horror Podcast, Jess Bradford, Count Orlock, host of Good Times Great Movies, and Samara Morgan, one of my co-hosts from Sinister Sisters. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hello. So, for this very, very special um, after-school special podcast episode, <laughs> in in honor of one of the greatest horror franchises and a very special day that's occurring next week, we've decided decided. We've decided to discuss the entirety of the Friday the 13th franchise. Some may call it a fool's errand, but we call it just another Friday night. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) So we are going to be discussing all, let's see, 10 original movies, plus the atrocious remake, plus uh, the Freddy vs. Jason. So hopefully by... Two years from now, we'll have another one to add to that list, but we'll have to check back in with you then. So, without further ado, let's hop into those slashems. Right. <laughs> I'm an idiot. All right. No, so, I like how you used atrocious only for the newest film, as though none of the other ones are. <laughs> the rest uh, of them are classic cinema. <laughs> we'll get into that when we get to it. Um, and sa- Strangely, it's not last on my list. <laughs> so, oh, well, yeah, me too. so you guys just want to go through and discuss each one briefly, and then we can kind of do our rankings? Sure, sure, of course. All right, so I nominate Count Orlock. Start oh, us out okay. with the original Friday the 13th. Well, okay. Um, I mean, <laughs> I really... I. When you and I had discussed this, what was it? Probably three, four months ago. It was a long time ago. Yes. <laughs> and I immediately, I was so excited and I sat down and I think I watched the first six. Oh my God. That first weekend. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and wow. then there was such a huge gap between the remaining six. Yeah. Um, so it, it really, in, in a strange way, it feels like it's been so long since I've seen those early ones. And after a while, they all sort of blend together. But mm. um, I don't know. Does the first one even need a whole lot of explanation? I think for people that aren't familiar with the series, I think, you know, you get this idea of who Jason is and he wears the mask and he kills people. And um, I've spoken to people who I think thought had seen the first one and just telling them that this 
masked murderer is not the killer in the first movie. People are shocked by that. <laughs> I, well, I, I mean, that's the gag in Scream when he asks her, yeah, who yeah. was the killer in the first Friday the 13th movie. Right. It's, but it's it's also a litmus test because true mm-hmm. horror fans know the answer to the question. <laughs> 100%. Right, and but if somebody is... were to accident if somebody were to ask me that, mm-hmm. I probably would just immediately say like, "Oh, Jason, you know, without thinking." Um because it is such a totally different movie than the whole franchise would later be seen as. Oh, right. sure. Oh, I and I love it too cuz once you find out that it's some woman in her early to mid 50s that are murdering these teenagers yeah. it really does make it great like i don't know that this woman would be able to push an arrow up through the bottom of a bed up through kevin bacon's throat it's really quite funny but also this one like this is a no fooling movie like this is a legitimate movie and and i don't <laughs> think you can say that about a lot of these films mm. Yeah, but it again, is legitimately if, like scary. Yeah, and 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 it, it looks good. It's paced well. It's written rather well. And yeah, it's you know it sort of started the genre of the slasher to a degree. Um, but again, if you if you brought somebody in and they had no idea what the series is, let's say they they came from a different planet, I guess, and you showed them this. <laughs> They're a ten-year-old child, be, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think they'd be impressed by this movie because it is an actual film. It is an actual film. <laughs> we yeah. can agree on that. It exists. Yeah. It's funny I mean, because, I, I, uh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I watched it um, just a few weeks ago because I did not watch these remotely in order, and. I wasn't even thinking about the fact that it was Mrs. Vuri's the whole time. I was just picturing Jason, and at the end, I was like, oh, yeah, that's so weird. Like, mm-hmm. she wouldn't have been able to do, like, half of that stuff. And hmm. she's just this tiny, delicate, little, crazy lady. And I started thinking about when this movie originally came out. You know, it was, like, two years after Halloween, um, right when the whole golden era of slashers is, like, mm-hmm. kicking off. And people were probably legitimately surprised at the very end. Like, oh shit, like I was expecting it to be just another crazy madman, you know? Not this old lady. (laughs) So my watch of this was for the first time. And I was added to this last. So I had probably two weeks-ish to watch every Friday the 13th, which was my own personal (laughs) hell. And I did not succeed. Um, You you hadn't seen any of them before? No, because I was... Whoa! (laughs) I'm not a huge huge slasher buff um, Mm. at all. Like, and... It was one of those things where I got by on having enough knowledge of it from pop culture that I didn't ever actually have to watch it until I was forced Mm. to sit down and watch it. I had no idea it was his mom. Um, Oh, wow. I was shocked. (laughs) It was a great time. That's so great. Did you like it? I really enjoyed part one. Yeah, it was like, it was, I wouldn't say it's like well made, but it's like, it's a really good idea for just you know, extremely easy setting to create mm-hmm. and yep. um, a pretty simple plot. And it seems totally cliche now, but it's like, this is the film that started the cliche. Yeah, watching it and being like, okay, yeah. this is where this trope comes from. This is where this comes from mm-hmm. that I've seen in something else was really fun. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. Because, like, how many more, like, summer camp murder movies were there, like, in the next ten years? Like, Ugh. so many. Yeah. <laughs> like, Once Sleepaway started, Camp just, yeah. 5. <laughs> yeah. It, it, the, it started a lot of tropes, and in itself it was a trope. Just the, you know, the counselors at the summer camp having said all of that mm-hmm. started with this, but then it just went on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. just with all the other ones after that. And even now you've got movies like final girls, which is a total takeoff mm-hmm. on this movie, this specifically this movie. Yeah. So yeah. It's, Cause it's like camp blood and correct. That movie yep. is like what camp bloodbath. Yeah. Yep. Camp bloodbath. Yep. Mm-hmm. I watched it and halfway it's... through as a palate cleanser. There only, you go. <laughs> only halfway. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's smart. It's so good. I love it. Hmm. Um, I um I am a huge Freddy fan. I never liked Jason. Never had any inkling to watch Jason. Oh. Never wanted to have anything to do with the Friday the Thirteenth movies. I had seen the first one, probably on you know Joe Bob Briggs on TNT or something like that at some point. You know, throughout the years, I've probably seen it, but I had I had never seen any of the sequels. Wow. So okay. yeah, I had never seen anything until Jason Goes to Hell. And the only reason I saw it was because it was the last one mm-hmm. with big old bunny ears around it. Um, well, wasn't part and... four also the final chapter? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But by the time I, yeah, by the time I got into, you know, really, really oh, watching yeah, slashers yeah. and things like that, I was, I was, I was, I was growing up at this point, <laughs> like when all of those were coming out. And yeah. then Jason Goes to Hell came out. I think I was in high school when that came out. So I went to go see that. And, but, I mean, I had no interest in it because I was such a diehard Nightmare on Elm Street fan. Ah. And just this mm-hmm. genre never appealed to me in the least. And I knew where all the tropes came from because they were from this. But even tropes that Nightmare on Elm Street even stole some of them from Friday, from Friday the 13th. But it's, you know, so it was interesting to go back and watch all this. And I actually, um, I did the same thing. I got super excited when we first started talking about it. And I was actually working on shit for my wedding at the time. So here I am in my house watching Jason <laughs> kill teenagers, making you know, no shit for my wedding, like centerpieces and stuff. I was like, oh my god. And I made my entire bouquet while watching Crystal Lake Memories. So I know exactly how long it took me to make that. I am um, made a hundred weddings. Just as every uh, little girl dreams of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like... <laughs> Uh, sadly, like, you'll oh. never forget that. Like, you will no, never I, forget that. And I, I put up an Instagram video of, like, oh, hey, look what my bouquet looks like. And you can hear Corey Feldman in the background, like, bitching about something. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, I, I kind of am, like, half and half between, like, I've now seen them all, but I hadn't not seen any of them. I'd only seen very specific ones. I hadn't you know? not so, like, seen them. Right. I'm confused. <laughs> I hadn't not seen any of them. Sorry, I hadn't. I know it's a double negative. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had seen I had seen the first one. I had seen I have seen at the time um, before doing all this. I had seen one. I had seen Jason Goes to Hell. I had seen Jason X. We'll talk about that when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had seen the remake or reboot or new version of it or whatever the hell we want to call it. Um, part one, part two, A. I don't know. And then um, I had also seen. Um, I had also played the game, and that was it. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because this was, you know, in the late 80s and probably into early to mid-90s. I mean, it surprises me because these movies were 
difficult for me to avoid. They seem to always be on TV. Now, they were always edited, but I feel like, you know, USA would just run these continuously over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I must have uh, watched part of part three, like, 50 times. Like, it was Mm -hmm. always on. That was the one that was, like, most clear in my head when we started this. Mm -hmm. Like, because I had just... Like, the guy getting um, chopped in the groin with an axe. Like, that was just, like, very clear in my head as, like, one of my main memories of this series. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, you know, Kevin Bacon being, like, one of the, like... One of yep. the, like, two that ended up with, like, an actual career out of the, like, 70 yep. people that die. Yeah. No, it was, and again, you know, just to go back to the first one, I I don't think it's my favorite, um, but it is, you know, and as I said before, it's it's the one that feels most, quote-unquote, legitimate to me. Yeah. And, and that ending is still somewhat terrifying and still I know it's going to happen I know he's going to jump up behind her in that pond I know. that lake I mean and it still kind of gets me every time right yeah that was so when I first saw that whenever I was a kid or whatever that scared the shit out of me like that little deformed boy <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah Um, I had an interesting thought as I was re-watching this I uh, you know there's the whole you know if you have sex you get dead basically is this thing that a lot of people think John Carpenter originally was trying to say but he later said you know that wasn't really my intention it was more just that Lori was paying attention so she noticed there was this creepy guy trying to kill her it had nothing to do Mm. with them like having sex or like you know being bad kids or whatever so um but then, like, Friday the 13th came along and was like, nope, they they did die because they were having sex. Like, made it pretty damn obvious. And yeah. it's just funny because it's, like, sort of a misnomer that people think, uh, you know, Halloween was trying to make that statement. Mm-hmm. But, no, they were just distracted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what he they said. They were distracted because they were having sex. Yes. That's right. No, if you're, if you're having sex or you're smoking weed... You're mm-hmm. certainly dead in these movies. But that being said, in these movies, really only one person ever makes it out alive. So the odds are stacked against you living anyway. Yeah. And there's, I mean, and it's what the good thing about, well, not the good thing, but the one thing I did notice watching all these back to back to back is it's, it, it's not necessarily that these movies created the trope of the final girl, but mm-hmm. they enforced it. And yeah, there was definitely. a lot of final girls that were super kick-ass and actually survived. So, you know, it's like there are characters that Jason did leave alive. It, so it was it was interesting because I was just under the impression that everybody died. And that was it. Like, everybody died. Right. And no, there was like, well, you know, one of the final girls dies pretty damn quickly in the next movie. But then you've got other, you've got, after that happens, there's no other recurring characters in any of the movies after that. Oh, so, yeah, true, yeah. You have people who live, but you have no idea where the hell they are. <laughs> right, I mean, so, there's Tommy Jarvis, played by, what, three different actors? Oh, that's true, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three His character actors, yeah. was in uh, three straight movies, but apparently they couldn't get any of them to stick around again for some reason. <laughs> um, Corey Feldman actually blamed Steven Spielberg. Oh, okay. <laughs> he goes, I, I had to sign a contract to be in Goonies, so I couldn't get to the, I couldn't go to the next... Uh, Friday the 13th, which is why he shows up 
in the very, very beginning. They oh. shot that in his backyard, like with a rainmaker and everything, like in his backyard. Uh, do we think does? Do we need somebody to go to Corey Feldman and be like, listen, Corey, it's okay. You made the right decision, yeah, man. It's, he it's all right. Like, like, it's so funny. If you listen weird. to him during Crystal Lake Memories, he just goes on and on about how much really? he hates Goonies. Yeah. Hated having to do that movie. He was forced into it. This wow. whole big thing. And I'm like, you do realize that like, like between that and Lost Boys, like this, Jason isn't what gave you a career. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hey, now. Don't you ever forget oh. that uh, seminal 80s classic, License to Drive. <laughs> uh, excuse me, one of my favorite 80s movies ever is School of Rock. I'm not School of Rock, holy shit. Rock and Rock High School forever. I don't know where School of Rock came from. Corey I've never Feldman seen that. Like, oh my god, it is the pinnacle of bad Corey Feldman movies, and it is so good. Nice. Uh, I digress. I promised I would go off on tangents, but Corey Feldman is a massive tangent. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say license to drive. He was already about knee deep into cocaine at that point. Oh, yeah. like, I that know. wasn't that early. Uh, that was just the only Corey Feldman movie I could think of that like had both Corys and also was like not <laughs> remotely memorable. <laughs> yeah, the Corys. Oh Jesus, oh. Mary Joseph. So shall we move on to what I deem the sequel? Uh, yeah. Yes. Do you guys want to give each one, like, a grade out of ten, like, just quickly? Sure. Let's see. Oh, should I start, maybe? Because sure, I, yeah. I, okay, it yeah, was I mean, movie. I, yeah, I was, I was, I was called on to talk about it. Um, I, out of ten, oh, man, I don't, I'm going to say, like, a solid seven? Okay. Is that fair? I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard to say based on, like, you know, are you judging it for the standards of the time or for now? Like, I was kind of watching it, and it's a weird thing. Is like, when I was little, I used to feel really sad that I had missed out on, like, the 60s. <laughs> okay. And now right. that I'm an adult, I feel sad that I missed out on, like, the uh, pinnacle of, like, going to the movies to see all these great slasher movies mm-hmm. when they were new. Yeah. Because it must have been just, like, such a fun experience, you know? Um, It's just not like that anymore. Every so often it is, but it's just... doesn't feel like such an event as it probably was back then. And it's not new anymore, because at that point it was new, and it was, like, the newest, latest, greatest thing to go see. Yeah. And now it's it's old hat, Uh you know? And nobody can... no, No one has yet, not that nobody can, but no one has brought anything to the theater that is at that level. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, definitely not the 12 sequels level, but we'll see how The no. Conjuring does. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. The Wanniverse, Mary Mother of God. That, I know. That's a whole podcast in itself, just the Wanniverse. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so as I was watching this, I was just like, um, you know, thinking about how I'd feel if I was watching it in theaters for the first time, having mm-hmm. only ever seen maybe Halloween, maybe Black Christmas at the most. I would give it a solid eight. Eight to eight and a half out of ten. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm in the same mind. Eight. I'm rating it against all the other. I'm just, if no other movies in the world exist and it's just the Friday the 13th franchise, (laughs) it's going to be an 8.5 for me. Well, in that case, it'd be like a (laughs) ten. Based on all the rest of the movies? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm right around the seven, eight. I'll definitely give it a seven or an eight because it is... It's it's not the best movie, but it's the first one. And even though it's 
because it's the first one, there's some issues with it just quality-wise. It's mm-hmm. also a sign of the times. You yeah. know, it wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily low budget, but it wasn't necessarily high budget either. It wasn't like Evil Dead low budget, but it was definitely in that frame. <laughs> that, that, like, oh, sure. Yeah. Frame, so. Yeah. Um, it definitely is like a true blue classic. Like, you can say whatever you want about the franchise, but the first one, that's a fucking horror classic. I mean, it's always going to be up there for pretty much any fan of the genre. Um, and, you know, I remember watching Crystal Lake Memories a couple years ago and seeing just the insane, insane profit margin that they made on this movie. It was, Mm. I don't remember it, but it was like one of the most profitable movies ever because of, they made like, what, $80 billion or something like that? Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, it wasn't a super cheap movie, but comparatively like they were just like rolling in dough which is why they were like better make 11 more (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah yeah sure makes sense yeah all right guys want to move on to numero deuce yeah (laughs) i nominate samara would you like to intro this Sure. I uh, labeled it on my uh, my list of movies as the sequel, a.k.a. Alice Dies. Because that's pretty much the entire movie is. <laughs> like, the opening 15 minutes of the not even, uh, probably about 10 minutes of the movie, it's before the, even the, the opening credits actually run. You're just following Alice around her house. Mm-hmm. And then we get the cat scare, because, you know, the cat has to jump in through the window and scare mm-hmm. the hell out of her. Yeah. I don't know why, she, why does she have her window open in the first place. And then it's like, okay, then we're gonna now we're gonna kill her and we're gonna go on with the movie. And we still don't have the classic Jason that everybody knows. We still have the sackhead Jason. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> so, I kinda love the sackhead Jason. I do too. I, so it was goofy. funny I was he is and it's it's funny because the more I had completely forgotten that he didn't get his mask right away. So too, watching yeah. the first movie and then, and then, you know, if you don't have him in the first movie and then watching him in this one where he's got the potato sack on his head, it just reminded me of the um, the town that dreaded sundown. Oh, yeah. So totally. I, mm-hmm. I was just kind of thinking about that the whole the whole movie. And honestly, uh, once Alice died, I was kind of like, OK, now where do we go? You know, like, what are we going to do from here? And then it basically they they wiped the slate clean with her and then just mm-hmm. remade the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Like a bigger budget, better kills, you know. And I mean, it, it, if you had taken this one and made this one the first movie, I don't think it would have been ex- as, as successful as the first one was. It was good, but it wasn't. It didn't have that shock factor to me. I think, and it may just have been because it was so heavily edited. That's the one problem with this entire series is that once it got in front of the censors, it got so heavily chopped every single movie <clears throat> that. They're a shadow of what they could have been. Yeah, and half of the kills and... that got taken out today, they'd be like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Ugh. Throw a little bit more blue blood in there instead of red blood, and you'll be fine. <laughs> that really is the one thing that stood out to me as I watched these. I was like, "Oh my god, these are so tame in yeah, regards to definitely. the gore compared mm-hmm. to anything that comes out now. Even most stuff that's you know rated PG thirteen." But you're right. They really did. They created that template in the first one, and they kind of just stick to it in the second one and the third one. (laughs) 
the fourth one and then you, you <laughs> skip a couple and you know like like you know what's happening now but you're right it does seem like the first one just remade yeah i, I thought shocking. it was kind of a I'm sorry. sorry you go um i was shocked <laughs> in all of them about like the amount of nudity i could see but the amount of like Ugh. not people getting killed that i saw like i expected to see more deaths <laughs> yeah. and less sex but instead it was like full frontal nudity Hey, we can't really see see anybody's head get squished or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but which is like fine. the exact opposite well, now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, you showed part of a nipple. Uh huh. An X rating. Mm-hmm. In yeah, the eighties, it, it was you like times... you have to. Well, it's funny oh, no, no. there are actually. I was gonna say there are actual scenes in in a couple of the later movies where you see a girl who is not flat-chested, but not exactly the most, you know, busty woman woman ever in one shot. And then there's a body double in the next shot. And she's, <laughs> the, the body double has, like, triple F boobs. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, all right, <laughs> you got to tone this down. <laughs> now, one, one th- another thing that I do really appreciate about this time period, and because on my podcast, all we do is talk about movies from the 80s. We don't go in either direction. Um... At that point, these teenagers kind of look like, for the most part, normal, average teenagers. Yeah. And what I mean by that is they don't look like they're from an Abercrombie and Fitch, you know, catalog. As now any movie that is any slasher movie or anything like that, these kids are so gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that they're that they're hideous monsters. They look like normal people. Yeah, yeah. And you can Mm -hmm. believe that they're actually teenagers. They're not thirty, except for Paul, who's like he was like forty (laughs) five or some or no, he was like. Somewhere in his mid to late thirties when he made that movie. Hmm. Oh my god, that's great! I looked it up because I was like, "Wow, Paul just seems like so much older than the others." And the uh, curly uh, Sandra, she seemed like way young, and she was actually seventeen when she filmed. And um, really, they had to cut a nudity scene because they found out she was underage. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. The one big, I, I mean, there's issues with this movie all around, but the one big issue that I had with this movie was. They killed the dog. Mm. <laughs> like, you don't yeah. kill the dog. Like, you know, and it didn't, I mean, spoiler alert for a, you know, 35 year old movie, but I mean, it ends up not being the same dog, but still, it's like, come on. Yeah, I Can saw that dog and I was like, why would they think that that much larger dog is the teeny tiny little dog that ran exactly. off? I was so confused. I was like, is it that is the same great. dog? <laughs> It's like, how tough was it to just build a puppet that was the same size as the other dog? Or, I know. Like, it, yeah, and it's that just was a mass ridiculous. of, like, blood and, like, fur. So it's in, and leaves. So you can't yeah. even tell what it is anyway. Like, And I, I do have to say, although this wasn't a great movie, possibly even a good one, Hmm. I do love Sackhead Jason, and he's wearing, like, a plaid shirt and overalls. Like, it is the goofiest outfit that he wears throughout this entire series. He's he's still, at this point, like a person, Yeah, he's like a teeny, tiny little, like, he does not look like a big person. He's not scary. (laughs) I mean, he's he's creepy, like, he's, like, creeping around the woods, but he's not, like, 
He's not Jason X Jason where he's like this insane giant. Yeah. I mean, eventually he just sort of turns into a Frankenstein monster that has superpowers, which is crazy. But at this point, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. He's still actually alive, supposedly a live person at this point. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of weird because if you think back on the franchise, it's kind of like, yeah, Jason's this like unkillable zombie, but he really wasn't until like part six. Yeah, and I mean, oh, that right. whole, the whole thing, there was a, a lot of people who were always like, well, Jason never runs. I'm like, oh, no, no, he runs until, like, part <laughs> seven, and then it's not, it's like part seven is when he starts getting, like, zombie stalkerish. but that's when they actually take into account, makeup-wise, all right. of the damage from the last six movies. So he can kind of be slow and lumbering. Yeah. And it's also the, you know, umpteenth actor change at that point, too. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Because there's all these cliche things that people who may have never seen these movies talk about. How, Correct. oh, a kid's running forever and then Jason's suddenly behind a tree. Well, not early on in the series. Like, no. he doesn't start teleporting or whatever till later. Right, yeah. I mean, they're in a pretty, like, woodsy area. He's just kind of, mm-hmm. like, popping yeah. out of the trees. He's... They're not doing, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, sp- full-out sprints, you know? Right. It's usually, yeah. like, he's like, this guy's in a wheelchair, so he does not have anywhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's, like, right there. <laughs> oh, my God, that wheelchair guy. I love that. <laughs> At death is one of the best deaths ever. Is that in part three? That's is that the next one? That's in part five. No, no wait. That's it, in part two. They're all the same. Wait, part two, yeah. Oh, the they all, they're all the same okay. movie guys it's okay yeah. damn it because it's great because later on in the series they have to sort of recap there's a couple of movies where it comes out at the beginning it's like mm-hmm. hey this is Jason <laughs> he killed a bunch of people and and for the most part the first movie the second movie the third movie they don't show any clips from that but that guy in the wheelchair gets played every single time going down <laughs> those steps backwards yep yeah. Um, I was going to say about part two uh, before we move on I was thinking about how shocking it must have been when Alice dies, like, right away. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, what year was this? Like, 81? Yeah. So, oh, I mean, yeah. like, Halloween 2, I don't think it had come out yet. I, I don't remember. But they weren't into, like, tons and tons of horror movie sequels yet. So, right. it must have been so shocking, you know, thinking, oh, Alice is going to be the main character again. Nope, she's dead. Yes, it was. <laughs> right. That's so cool, uh, Jess Bradford, that yeah. you're giving us this, like, view of this from somebody that's an adult and did not grow up watching these. And so you could just give us kind of a completely objective viewpoint. It's really interesting. Except because... for the worst part is because I'm adult and I, an adult, uh, because <laughs> I'm an adult and I didn't grow up watching these, I would zone out. Like, I'd get about to because they're all about like 87 minutes long and i'd get about Mm -hmm. to like the 35 minute point and after that like i'd have to go back and rewatch over and over until i finished the movie like oh yeah yeah it was hard it was i'm so sorry (laughs) yeah i mean i had to forcibly put my phone in another room because i knew i'd be on twitter i'd be you know wikipediaing stuff because yeah, as a person who has seen these, I was zoning out. So don't feel yeah, like 
guilty. The worst part is I didn't have anything else. It was just this and my wedding invitations. Like, that was all that was happening. <laughs> so that's why I was making centerpieces and favors and yep. everything else, because I was like, I can play with a hot glue gun yep. and listen sure. to this in the background and I'm really glad, not miss anything. I'm really glad we both worked on our wedding while um, marathoning <laughs> Friday the 13th. <laughs> I kept falling into like these deep IMDB holes and (laughs) I keep looking people up like, oh, did they go have a career? You know, what did they do after this? Blah, blah, blah. And I would get stuck in like the weirdest pages and like, oh, what's this movie? I better read about it. This movie no one saw from 1985. (laughs) Um, And then I'd be like half an hour later and I'm like, oh, I should probably push play on the movie again. <laughs> so I have oh, a lot of, nice of uh, random knowledge it. about these actors. No, that's nice of you to stop the movie because I would sort of come to and be like, I don't know who's been killed in the uh-huh. last 20 minutes. And I'd have to rewind so I found out. <laughs> so I was reading a bunch of people's um, rankings of, okay, so part two, the final girls, Jenny, Ginny, right? Mm-hmm. Jenny, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, for some reason, I get part two and three kind of interspersed in my brain. I saw a lot <laughs> That's of people... That's because Ginny is in the very, very beginning of part three. Right. So. <laughs> oh, she is? Yep. Mm-hmm. So part remember. two is Friday the 13th. Part three is Saturday the 14th. And part four is Sunday the 15th. They oh, take it, They right. take place okay. exactly picking up where the last one left off. Okay. I didn't catch um, on to that. I, I did didn't not either. either. <laughs> I, I had to be told on YouTube. <laughs> oh, really? Because I didn't catch on to that either. I knew, well, I knew number three. No, I knew number four took place directly after because there was like news. There was like news anchors and like news reports and things talking about. Oh, this is just what happened last night at Camp Crystal Lake. Oh. So I was like, oh, okay. So this is technically Saturday the fourteenth, which well, is a much better movie, by the way. Than- <laughs> <laughs> number three but anyway uh so i saw a lot of people saying that they thought that jenny was the best final girl of the whole series do you guys agree mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> okay uh, no 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 <laughs> I, no okay. no i don't i don't agree but but i also looked around online at rankings and they are all over the place oh my yeah, god I know. Just it's sight crazy. to sight, they were wildly different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I thought this would be an interesting exercise is because it's so personal, you know, it's not like sure. everybody's like, well, I think we all can agree that like mm, probably part nine or no, part eight is fucking abysmal. I don't yeah. think I don't think that's anyone's favorite, but it was crazy this disparity on where people would rank certain movies. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, and I was actually reading the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes ranking by actual you know tomato score, and it was like totally different than all of the other people's like personal favorites. Yeah. So it was really interesting. I mean, yeah, and it and it is tough too because it is so personal. Because I know a lot of people who. You know, Jason take, Takes Manhattan was, like, the first one they saw in the theater. So yeah, while yeah. it is garbage and they understand that, like, that's still pretty high. Like, they have so much nostalgia for something like that. That was my first horror movie I remember watching ever. <laughs> okay. Really? Yeah. I was, uh, like, five or six when that came mm-hmm. out. Uh, what year was that? 88, 89? 
Somewhere in there. Yeah. Think, yeah, it was the last one in the 80s. So I was like five, and I was spending the night at my cousin's house, who was like 13. Me and uh, Jess just discovered this, or dis- discussed this in our <laughs> podcast episode about this. Um, and my cousin was like, yeah, 12, 13, having a summer party. They let me watch Jason Takes Manhattan with them, and it scared the fucking shit out of me. I was five. <laughs> and... <laughs> It always was, like, very clear in my head, like, you know, just certain parts of that movie. And then I rewatched it, like, maybe a year or two ago, and, like, it was beyond boring. Like, it was terrible. (laughs) But that's, that's so one, like, that's what's so great about film is just these weird reactions we can have to it at a certain age. Like, I showed my daughter when she was... Eight. It was just a couple of years ago. I showed her Labyrinth, and I had to turn it off halfway through. She was so scared. Oh, wow. I, I can like, see that, but yeah. I was like, oh, really? And then the next day, she was like, all right, I'm going to give it another shot. And she got through it and, and now loves it. Since then, she's seen it another two or three times. Hmm. But, yeah, I mean, when you're kids, you're so impressionable. And if you've never seen anything remotely like this and especially at five years old that's crazy i know like yeah I terrible this, babysitters yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i saw predator right when it came out uh we rented that my dad let me watch it i was four um <clears throat> my grandmother rented predator for me because my parents wouldn't <laughs> how old were you uh i was probably about 10 oh, or okay. 11 that's- yeah, that's okay. I, was, I, I was, wasn't. I wasn't. I was four. Five. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I don't yeah. know if I would classify Predator as like a horror movie. Um, it's more like sci-fi. So that's why I always kind of considered, you know, Jason Takes Manhattan as my first like real horror movie. Yeah. Sure. And it does not hold a special place in my heart. <laughs> it's pretty bad. But it does. It does. But it, sort just of, the fact yeah. that you can still remember that. Like, True, yeah. Yeah, you can identify it as a bad movie, but it's still, like, it'll always be there, which is great. Mm. It's funny because I remember, like, being unable to sleep that night. I think I was, like, sleeping in my aunt's room, like, on her floor or something, and I was, like, just freaked out. And it's funny that after that, I was like, I want to watch more horror movies instead of, like, never watching one again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that feeling. <laughs> oh, my All God, right. guys. Are, we, we... are we only on to the third yeah. one? Yeah, so let's, let's say, rate, rate, rate part two. two really quick. <laughs> oh, part two. I would say uh, six and a half. Yeah. I'd, I'd give it a little bit lower. I'd go five, five and a half. Okay. I'm actually biased towards this one a little bit, mainly because of playing the video game. You get to play this level on the game almost from the beginning. So you get to run around this whole cabin, run around this house, do all these kills, kill all these oh, counselors pretty pretty quick off after you know going through a few levels. So because of that, it actually makes me like this a little bit more. And I'm going to say it's about a six or a seven for me. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's kind and of annoying. Also, Whoops, you go. I was going to say, also because I really enjoy the whole uh, Ginny putting um, Mrs. Voorhees' sweater on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> using the whole like reverse psychology, child psychology thing on Jason. Because I can't tell you how many times in the haunted house that I work at, we've done shit like that. <laughs> like, we'll find somebody's name and we'll just be like... I am talking to you, oh. like the whole haunted house, and freak them out. <laughs> it's like it's just 
you know, I, I know I'm sick. I'm sorry. No, I, yeah, it's definitely like a classic ending. I mean, that's yeah. one of the like few endings in the series I could probably remember prior to this rewatch. Yeah, the whole Jason mother is talking to you mm-hmm. thing, and you know, right. and pretty. And what's what's funny is Betsy Palmer only came back to do the sequel because. She was like, eh, whatever. Like, even the first one, she was like, I took the part because I needed a new car. <laughs> I had, like, I had no clue that this movie was going to do anything, and I had not, I wanted nothing to do with it. And I only came back for the second one because they were going to pay me, and they needed to work, like, for, like, four hours. That's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right, so we are on to number three, mm-hmm. which is Jason Gets His Iconic Mask. Did you guys find it annoying that you never know what happens to Paul? I did. Um, you know, I kind of did because, um, I I was kind of annoyed with it, but it was a really cool ending because he comes through the window and everything. Yeah. I was just kind of like, he wasn't that big of a character in the movie to begin with anyway. He was like the force of the info dump. Halfway yeah. through the movie, mm-hmm. and I was like, other than that, I was like, meh, didn't really. I had no connection to him as a character. Yeah, and, I kind of forgot he was there. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I really number did. T- number two is the only movie people survive because they're out at the bar drinking. Mm-hmm. I, mm. I know that was okay. so cool. I was like, okay, there's like a shitload of characters. How are all these people going to get killed off in the next ninety minutes? Okay, they're just going to go get drunk instead. <laughs> yeah, they're just going to go yeah. get drunk and not ever come back to the camp until the morning. <laughs> I read an uh, interview with uh, Amy Steele that plays Ginny, and she was saying that she did not want to do that last scene where he jumps through the window because it actually really yeah. freaked her out. Yeah. And so it's, like, it's legitimate, like, terror on her face because she's, like, I guess she, like, didn't know when it was going to happen. Um, so every time it was just, like, she had, like, PTSD because of it. Yeah. And I, I think I think she said they had to do it three or four times. Uh-huh. So it was just consistently, you know, <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. So. Right, yeah. Alrighty, so let's move on to part three. Jess? Yeah, you okay. take that one? Um, so part three is the 3D one that uh, was not in 3D on my screen. So I was real confused <laughs> why I was kept seeing yo-yos and stuff flying at my face. Um, <laughs> part three is the one where... I'm trying to do this off the top of my head here. Um, part three is the one where they're in a van and there's a guy who's a prankster and just kind of a dick, Yeah. Oh, that guy's the worst. Yeah, so there's a guy who, like, the keeps... the worst characters. Like, there's, there's one of the characters... I can never remember their names. Um, is it... Shelly? Shelly? Shelly. No, yeah, Shelly's the boy. Yeah. And, and Debbie is the one who has PTSD. Is this the one with PTSD? I'm so bad at this, you guys. Um, Meh. Okay, so they go to... They're all the same movie. Yeah, so they're going to a house where there's a barn and stuff like that, and one of them, Shelly, keeps pretending that he's, like, dead or is going to kill someone, and he's on a blind date with a woman who doesn't like him, and then they're the stoner couple. And then there's a guy who keeps telling them to go back. And it's Chris. Chris is the girl who has PTSD and meets up with, like, her ex-boyfriend or her boyfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because yep. she got yep. attacked yep. when she was a kid. Yep, by a deformed like yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she left by Crystal she's, Lake. She's the final girl, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Yep. And she's one of the other ones that survives. Yes. Is this... so, so far we've got Ginny and then Chris. Well, she's and crazy Alice. at the end, but she survives. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Is this the one with the random, like, very generic 80s punk rockers oh, coming to, like, mess with that's them? That's amazing. You yeah. Mean the, <laughs> yes. You mean like, the local, the like, yeah. the local street toughs? I actually, <laughs> I really liked that. It was so silly, oh, so but the part where the girl is, like, on the swing in the barn, uh-huh. that was, yep. that was cool. I mean, I remember watching that as a little kid, and it, like, freaked me out, yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that was genuinely great, and yeah, I think Shelley. I don't know if he's my most hated character in the series. <laughs> he really, he really had an impact because like everybody's motivation in most of these movies is to go get laid in the woods. Yeah, and he is going about this all wrong at every turn. Everything he's doing is wrong, and it just bothered me to no end, and. Like, why is he there? What? These people would not be friends in real life. They would not bring him with them. What? That's a, I have a big problem with movies like this when people are supposed to be friends, but they all just seem to hate each other. I, yeah. I felt like that um, about, like, several characters in part two. I'm like, I don't really sure. picture these people being good friends with each other. Yeah. Like that one super, super nerdy guy. It's like... Are they just like, are they pity friending him? <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly think that that's pretty much it. But it's also one of those things where it's funny because when you when you read it on Wikipedia, this is literally what it says: the gang includes pregnant Debbie, her boyfriend Andy, prankster Shelley, his blind date Vera, who does not reciprocate his feelings, and stoners Chuck and Shelley. Like really? There's two Shelleys. Well, no, chili. Like as oh, in- yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chuck and chili. No wonder I can never so, remember anyone's name. Yeah. And, it, and I love one, how it's... There's super it's generic a, names and whatever. <laughs> and it's a blind date? Like, it's a yeah. blind date. A blind date yeah. to hey, you go, go camping? On a blind date oh, with God. some loser? So, Let's so go here, camping so, in the woods for days with your blind date. Yeah, that's your blind date. And So, to me, it always seemed like Vera was the one that was the friend and Shelly was the blind date. Like, they didn't bring Shelly. They brought Vera. And someone else was like, oh, this guy sounds like he would be a good fit for the, our other friend over here. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I just, I I think it's funny that Shelly's, uh, he's one of the most, like, memorable characters. Like, Oh, yeah objectively out of this whole series mm-hmm. and he's in the movie death house which comes out sometime this summer mm. um the one with like so- all of the well the one with like all the classic horror movie uh actors and actresses it's got like everybody it's got like kane hodder yes. it's got robert england it's got uh Bets- uh barbara crampton i was about to say betsy palmer <laughs> she's been dead a while barbara crampton yeah. um Sorry. adrian barbeau and it's got the guy that plays shelly <laughs> Yeah, and isn't he playing a character named Shelley? Yes, he is. <laughs> I'm very Wait, excited about that to. movie, but I just thought it was so funny because when I was looking at the cast, I'm like, who is this random dude? I'm like, Shelley, that seems familiar. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. <laughs> I like to think that they called everyone who was in any of these movies, and he's the only one that answered. <laughs> it could, I know, like, right? All right. It could be, yes. They couldn't, they couldn't even get Corey Feldman, and Corey Feldman is like a 
paycheck? You want to give me a paycheck? Sure. Corey Feldman's too busy touring with his music act. Yeah, he's got that band going. Yeah, yeah about what, that. What are they called? I, I, I don't it's, know. He's don't doing know. fine. He was just in my hometown of Bellingham, Washington, and I know so many people who went and like smoked cigarettes with him in the alley and stuff like that. Um, wow. So uh, there's there's Corey Feldman living his life. Living, yeah. yeah. You go to a Corey Feldman show so you can smoke cigarettes with him in the alley. <laughs> That's the selling point. I love it, though. We're almost to Corey right. Feldman, guys. We're almost there. Yeah, yeah. Part three, really, <laughs> the only things I remember about part three are everything I just said, but really, in my head, it's just the yo-yo. It's just every 3D effect that I constantly reminded me that it should be in 3D. It should be in 3D, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and part three like, just feels uh, like a weird conflation between part two and part four. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like every 20 to 30 years they have this weird 3D resurgence. Like there were sci-fi movies from the early 60s that did it. And then you have the 80s and then, you know, I don't know. Do do movies even play in 3D anymore in theaters? Like for like five to seven years, that was the thing. And you could go Mm -hmm. to a 3D or 2D screening. Everybody was selling 3D TVs. I, I think that's gone away now i think we're on the decline on that because um Mm -hmm. actually my husband and i when we were uh watching number three we were actually talking about that because we love to go to the movies i mean i've got movie pass so i use it constantly Mm -hmm. but i can't see 3d movies in it i don't watch 3d movies anyway but it was always kind of one of those huh that's weird and i've noticed um on the even on the movie pass um, program on the app, there's been a decline in which movies are in 3D. And there are movies that are coming out that I would assume would be in 3D that are not coming out in 3D now. Yeah. So I think I think yeah. we've, we've come around the circle now. And it, it's, again, like you said, it's like every 20 to 30 years you kind of get yeah. this, this thing. And um, one of the reviews I was watching on YouTube actually about this specific movie was saying that the Blu-ray version of it has the option to watch it in 3D and it comes with the old school blue and red 3D glasses, but it doesn't translate on the new t- on the current types of TVs. Oh, so everything what? is still double vision oh. in red and blue. It doesn't quite translate right. But he oh, goes, yeah, does it... the guy was no, like, I, I really wish they would do like a refilter on it so that we could watch it on, with with current 3D. But I don't think you can because this was one of those movies that was filmed on a 3D camera. It wasn't filmed on a regular camera and then made into 3D. Right. I don't believe, I could be pulling that out of my ass, but I believe that that's how it was done. Mm. Um, and then it was reverted, reverted back afterwards. But same thing. Uh, oh my God. Every single time somebody had anything in their hand that could go anywhere, <laughs> it came right at the screen. Like there was um, one of the girls gets shot in the eye with, with Shelly's spear gun mm-hmm. oh, towards yeah. the end sure. of the movie. And literally you can see the filament line <laughs> that the spear gun, like the the bolt from the gun, goes on to her face, oh, yeah. and I mean that's it's it's bad. Is it's this the one where he squishes the guy's head? Because I kind of want to yeah. see that eye pop out in three D. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to one. see that. <laughs> the one eyeball that just pops. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is actually one of the few that I did not rewatch this time around because I've seen mm-hmm. it so many times I just couldn't. So oh. It's not like totally fresh in my head, but I feel like I kind of remember 
enough of it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, the one thing I really remember is the spear gun. It's like, yeah. when I was little, I was like, that is so scary. Like, you see somebody that you think is your friend, like, in this, like, wetsuit. Was he in a wetsuit? <laughs> mm-hmm. He was in a full yeah. wetsuit with, like, face mask, snorkel. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, that's insane. That's ridiculous, first off. Like, um, and you think it's your friend, but then you get, they shoot you with a fucking spear gun. You're like, hmm. That, like, freaked me out when I was little when I saw this for the first time. And it's just Mm. one of the parts of the whole series that is, like, very, very clear in my brain. Well, this was supposed to be the end of the Friday the 13th trilogy. And we actually, at the very end of the movie, see we we get three endings. We get the Chris survives and gets into a canoe and goes out into the middle of the lake like the first one. And then we have Pamela Voorhees jumps up and gets her like the first one. Then we have that she's that. Then we have Jason's running after her. Then we have oh no, she's fine. It's the next day, and Jason's dead in the barn. (laughs) 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 You get multiple endings, but this is this was it was only supposed to be a trilogy. This was supposed to be the end of it. So Jason at the end of this one is supposed to be officially dead as a human, and then it's when we get into the next one that we start seeing zombie Jason. Oh, I thought he didn't become mm. zombie Jason until part six when he gets, like, hit with lightning. Electrocuted, yeah. Yeah, see, that's what I thought, too, but supposedly he's dead at the end of this one. Like, dead, dead. I'm oh. still just so. really, really confused how he went from being a little boy in a lake that scared her at the end of the first movie to being a full-grown man. I it, well, I don't think that they're going you, for like really good Well, the logic would be that part one and part two actually take place five years apart from each other. So depending on how he grows little fast he was, and big. I mean, say he was ten, you know, <laughs> a ten-year-old like, turns into a hulking yeah, giant. Yeah, he's in a, you five know, years. Yeah, I don't know. But then again, the further on into the series we get, we find out no, 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 he actually died in the fifties. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> No, I mean, there were so many different directors and stuff with their hands in this franchise that they didn't fucking bother to, like... (laughs) No, they don't care. ...care about, like, continuity. Same with, like, Halloween series, to be honest. Right. Um, So, I wouldn't... I mean, trying to, like, make sense of it is... I don't know. It's not going to work out for you. (laughs) No, but it's it's funny that you say they never paid attention to continuity because... The only pay- con- continuity they pay attention to is Jason's costumes and his mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Because after this movie, every mask has an axe chop to the left-hand side of the head. Huh. This is what you get for watching six movies in a <laughs> row <laughs> in one day. Yeah. The shit you notice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, kids. So what are we ranking this one? Oh, um, I don't know. Six, maybe five. Four. It's just, it's Four. so fucking generic. It's I'm like, going to give it a three. A 3D. Wow. Okay, <laughs> see, I liked, I liked this one better than two. Huh. You know, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd put I it, too. I'd put it between one and two. I just feel like it's just like yeah. so basic. It's, um, it's like somebody, somebody unrelated to the first two movies, like kind of watched them super fast and was like, threw out whatever they could come up with that was like, fit the mold uh Mm. i don't know it's just i don't know i've seen it so many times and 
Yeah. I mean, it's 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 watchable, but it's not like. I definitely wouldn't rank it way up there, like for this franchise. Oh no, 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 not at all. I mean, we'll get into it. What I sort of look for in these movies, but um, in in a weird way, I kind of look toward the the characters of the kids. Yeah. And if there's an interesting character or fun characters, I I tend to rank those movies better. I know what I'm gonna get with Jason. Um, and this for for as much as I hate Shelley, I kind of super love him. <laughs> and the, I, yeah, the idea I, of the blind date like makes too, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, the idea I like of the blind him. date makes no sense. I mean, like that was sort of fun for me. He's a memorable character, you know. He's like ridiculous looking. He makes oh, yeah. no sense I, in this movie. <laughs> I mean, and as you said earlier, like the local punk street gang. Yes, that part I love. No sense. I loved it. They show up for ten minutes or and are instantly all murdered. Like mm-hmm. it's just so crazy. I know. It was like uh, somebody's like, okay, well, we need to like add in some extra characters because we're at this like pretty remote setting. How can we make that happen? Of course, it's like what nineteen eighty five or something. Let's just bring in some, um, you know those those punk rock kids. They're pretty scary. Let's bring them in. <laughs> we'll bring in some hoodlums, and yeah. it will make it scary. <laughs> and I really yeah. did. Did people actually dress like that? Exactly yeah. like I mean, like they're so. I yeah. feel like movies have told me they do. <laughs> It seemed like well, they're real wearing. Of the like, era tells me they didn't. It almost seems like they're wearing like fancy wearing... costumes. You know what I mean? Like expensive. Yeah. Like, like, how are these punks like affording these like yeah. super nice leather jackets and stuff? Stealing people's wallets. Well, like, Come all right, right, all right. You, yeah. yeah, and, and taking the condoms out of the up, wallet. Hello, right. ransom. If you <laughs> if you grew up in the woods and you hung around a general store, this is how you dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I loved the punk kid scene, that whole barn scene. I thought oh, it was yeah. pretty, uh, it was a, a good sequence within an otherwise forgettable movie. Sure. Mm. All right. Shall we move on to part four? Yes. Oh, let's please move on to part four. So, Samara, you said that um, two, three, and four all happen like the same couple days? Yeah, it's supposed to be... Two is Friday the 13th, four is Saturday, I'm sorry, four, two to four, skip them all around. Four is supposed to be Saturday the 15th, so it's supposed to be all within one weekend that all three of these movies take place. Oh, right, because so, he goes right to the morgue. Yeah, he goes right, because yeah, okay. the, Whoa, the beginning yeah, of- you're right, that's yeah, awesome. They bring him right to the morgue, and that's why they say he's kind of zombie Jason at this point, because they bring him mm-hmm. to the morgue and he's dead for ages in the movie, he's dead for like 20 minutes, and then all of a sudden- the uh, mortician is watching a workout video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Of course he is. And trying to get a nurse to have sex with him with Jason's dead body right behind them on the gurney. Right. Yeah. Which I realize... I don't blame Jason for cutting his neck with a hacksaw. I don't. Watching that, um, have you guys ever seen See No Evil? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, part two was, like, an exact replica of this movie, like, set up. I did not realize that until I rewatched this movie. I'm like, oh, my God, they, like, fucking ripped it off, like, 100%. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay, I do remember that now. Never mind. It's just kind of weird, uh, I guess, you know, the family's out at their house, and all these kids are, like, in this other house. It's like... 
why are they staying in the area where, like, a whole bunch of people were just murdered? Hmm. Yeah. Well, they were on their way while this was happening. They didn't know. And plus, they're kids. Who's who, what teenager is paying attention to the news or gives a shit? I mean, the mother, the mother of a teenager and a little boy who's out on walks with the teenage girl. Like, oh yeah, well that family—that's a whole other maybe issue. Don't. Yeah, this is the one that has the the um, banana death that I hate so so much because they introduce like a fat girl character who's hitchhiking absolutely nothing wrong gets shit yep. on by yep. all the people driving past her and then immediately yep. gets killed and crushes this banana in her hand as she does <laughs> i know yep. but she had a fucking great sign <laughs> yeah yeah it's like peace or oh. it's like peace i want to go to what was it canada or something the back yeah. side says, yeah fuck off yeah. or something fuck you fuck off on the other side yeah i love it i love it because i had seen this several times and when that girl showed up i was like oh my god who's this banana girl <laughs> <laughs> Whatsoever. And i think it literally was an excuse to have a death that the censors weren't going to be like trying to get sure. mm-hmm. because they had already had that same death in the very first movie yeah yeah where someone gets wedged up against a tree and, well yeah well at least gets there i think she got wedged up against a tree i don't remember yeah but she got her throat slit so it's kind of one of those, we've already had this death. You can't tell us that we can't have it or it's too gory because we've already had mm-hmm. it. Mm, it's kind of like the repeated <laughs> you know? through the back of the neck death. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. almost like they're trying to mirror it as a way to kind of wrap up the series by and calling mm-hmm. it final chapter. Um, but then they were like, oh, wait, but we really like money. <laughs> yeah. 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 I really like this one. I thought it was just, I actually, I don't remember watching this in recent years I, ha- I don't think I've seen it in probably a good 15 years so it was a lot of fun Crispin Glover could have also been oh my god a murderer <laughs> in this movie because he was Holy so shit. creepy why wasn't he in every one of these after this because he died I, mean, I know why he wasn't <laughs> but I fucking loved this movie I really did and it was all Crispin Glover mm-hmm, when yeah. he gets killed he has the greatest final line because when he says corkscrew I think he's adding letters that aren't in the word <laughs> like he's like Ted where's the corkscrew <laughs> and it is the weirdest final line in one of these movies he is amazing Ugh. I love how they're watching a porno from 1912 or something. I know. It was great. I don't know. I thought it was really, um, a couple of the girls looked identical to each other and I kept getting them confused mm-hmm. and they're also dressed well, like identically in these like weird. The twin sisters? Like, well, they were. The Doubleman twins? <laughs> right. But I mean, they were wearing like. The, the couple girls looked alike. So I think they're literally the twin sisters. No, 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 no. They're, but they're, they're also. I, they're also wearing the exact same outfit, and I was mm-hmm, very yeah. confused. I was really confused. I was like, "Are they purposely trying to like confuse the audience, or because I, I think, think it's part no, of what I makes it, them so I think, hot?" I don't. Yeah, think I think it was supposed to be in real twins. life. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> no. They do when they're forced to by their parents, but other than that, true. And they're wearing like the shittiest outfits, like these yeah. terrible windbreakers. I'm pretty sure I had one when I was little, and like. <laughs> horrible like stonewashed jeans and i'm like you know looking back at like uh you know attractive people from the 80s it's like 
you had to be pretty damn attractive to be attractive while also wearing that outfit. Mm-hmm. And uh, the 80s. It's just, it's so hard to comprehend how you'd wake up one day and do that to yourself. Hmm. <laughs> I would probably say this is like the best in the series. And I think, I think. I agree. Yeah, this is my favorite. I, yeah. I think yeah. critically, it also maybe had the highest rating, and a lot of people, you know, vote it as their favorite, which is weird because it's part four, and that's like mm. that never happens. Um, and I just really like the kind of setup between the, um, you know, here's the family. I didn't like the fact that the mom just like disappeared, mm-hmm. and yeah. the dog disappeared, like. Hmm. Where was the dog at the end? Well, there's an outtake scene that I think is in the DVD. Oh. Um, or something where she goes home and she finds her mom dead in the bathtub and, like, her eyes roll oh, up yeah, and expose right. the whites of them. So, like, they filmed oh. the scene. It just did okay. not get in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But I was just, like, so confused. I'm like, is the mom and the dog going to show back up? Because you see the dog, like, jump out a window and then mm. it's just, yeah. it's gone. And, um, dog was smart. Dog got away. <laughs> like, the only I reason like I know think... that is because I was like, where the fuck is the mom? Oh, so I googled okay. it. Right, right. I w- it turned into a Disney movie all of a sudden. <laughs> Where'd the mom go? <laughs> I was too busy looking up the hitchhiker and trying to figure out who his sister was supposed to be. And yeah. I still don't remember. I think it was one of the forgettable girls from, like, part three. Um, mm-hmm. And... I realized as I was watching that, I was like, oh, okay, the reboot, like, played upon this hitchhiker, but set it as being, like, the main um, underlying plot. It was really, mm-hmm. it was really interesting, because the remake was, like, it was really a mashup of, like, three or four of the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it had Jared Padalecki in oh. it, and I stopped watching once I saw him yeah, in it. and I same! Just... No, because it wasn't because he was in it that I stopped watching. It was because I can't sully him with that because I love him in Supernatural too much. I binge watched Supernatural. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Shut up. That's what I did this weekend. (laughs) I hate Supernatural. I'm sorry. Even though uh, Jensen Ackles is, like, the most handsome man ever. Yeah. (sighs) The the final shot of the most recent season was definitely one of those... Oh, you just put him in that costume because you knew he looked good in that. There's no reason for him to be in that costume. <laughs> I gave up on Supernatural yeah. the same time Misha Collins moved into my town. <gasps> oh, no. Like, I, I it was, it, it just, I, I gave up on the show. It jumped the shark for me too much and I couldn't do it anymore. It was all the angel stuff. And I was, I, I was like, wait, was it when, when God showed up? Was it when the angels were not angels? Yeah, it was when the angels were, like, sobbing to be angels. Anyway, anyway. It was fucking... It got convoluted, we'll just say that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's it's even worse now. They they literally... There were four characters that were all, like, dead. Like, they've been dead since season three, in in some cases. Mm -hmm. They all brought them back this season. Of course. I know. I I hate that. I got nothing. Well, next season is season 13, and I really have a feeling they're aiming, because they're aiming for that to be the last season, because it's season 13. Yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm crossing my fingers because as much as I love I love that show, oh dear God, even I'm having trouble keeping up with it. <laughs> like, ugh. anyways, so. okay, Anywho, back so, to Tommy uh, Jarvis. Back to yeah. Tommy Jarvis. Did you guys think the the scene was weird where he has that random hitchhiker like coming into his room 
and like he's showing him <laughs> I was like where the fuck is this going like this is kind of creepy um it was really weird it, and the hitchhiker it was, was really... acting really weird yeah yeah and it was like my my big thing with the hitchhiker was first of all like he's the with Tommy Jarvis bringing him up to his room that was because okay it's a guy Mm-hmm. So t- yeah. he's surrounded by women constantly. So it was one of those, oh, my God, this is a guy. I'm going to bring him upstairs and show him all my really True. cool stuff. Check out my, my big thing with the hitchhiker was, yeah, check out my, check out my, I'm, I'm, um, Tom Savini's finally back doing our special effects. And look at all of the things he gave me <laughs> to play with is basically what right. that was. Um, but my big thing was the hitchhiker at one point goes into his rucksack and pulls out a machete. Yeah. Yeah. This was the point in time <laughs> yeah. where I went, who brings a machete camping, first of all, to go camping on a perfectly groomed campground? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I know. You're not bringing a machete. You're bringing, like, one of my best friends goes camping every single weekend, and he's one of those guys that, like, brings a rucksack and a machete because he's going to go camp, like, in the White Mountains in New Hampshire, you know, a three-hour hike from the nearest anything. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I can understand him bringing it with him. This guy is literally, like, walking down the, you know... Crystal, Crystal Lake is like in the middle of New Jersey and it's a camp for Christ's sake. It's perfectly yeah. groomed. Like you have cabins, you have tent areas. Like you don't have to like cut trees down in order to make a can of like a teepee or anything. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, people bringing freaking machetes. Cut the guy some slack. I mean, he, that might be the only thing he owns. That might be it. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's, yeah. he doesn't have a house. He doesn't have a car. He's just got this machete and he's <laughs> taking it with him. It, it, it seems like they're like, trying to make him like a red herring, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that. of course. But it then was just like, kind of weird. Maybe... He's like camping in like a neighborhood almost. He's like near their house. Exactly. That's why I'm like, uh, guys. And I, I absolutely love the Jason kill at the end of this is like that effect of him falling and it, it goes through sort of like the side of his head mm-hmm. and he slides mm-hmm. down it. It's really great. Like, it was, it's, it's, yes much more impactful than than almost any other final Jason kill in this entire series. It was, yeah. One of the things I appreciated about that specific kill was because they had someone as talented as Tom Savini, I'm not saying no one else could have done it, but it went that one extra step because of him because he's one of those effects artists that tends to Give that give you that one extra little effect of gore that makes you kind of go, sure. ooh, you know, gives you the creeps. For, yeah, for me, with yeah. that shot, it wasn't even the sliding down. It was the fact that his mouth was still moving. Yeah. So, like, as he's sliding down, mm-hmm. his mouth is kind of just yeah. opening and closing a little bit. And a little bit of the latex was getting, like, caught on the thing. So it was, like, mm. real skin was... And I was like, I... I know how you did that effect because I've watched Crystal Lake Memories and it's still gross. Like, oh yeah. If can't, only uh, can't. Tom Savini had stuck around for the rest of the series, oh, I know. it would have been much better. Sure. He should just he so should just better. always be there for like any horror movie. Um, yeah. There's a reason that he's like one of the few makeup artists out there or special effects guys that is like a known name, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was also uh, <sighs> kind of cool how they did the, like, they had the sort of, it was sort of like a mirroring of part two, or or part one and part two because of the hitchhiker at the very beginning, and in the very end, where he's, like, psychologically messing with Jason to, like, distract him, pretending to be him as, like, a little kid, and it was, like, you know, mm-hmm. totally a takeoff of part two, 
And it would have been a pretty cool ending to the whole series if they had wrapped it up there. 100%. Because, I mean, not to jump into part five, but the idea that it's called the new beginning, like it, and, and, you know, what happens in part five, like it makes sense that that should have been the end of Jason. Yeah. You know? And again, like Corey Feldman's commitment to be like, all right, yeah, whatever. I'll shave my head. Like, that's cool. Like, I just love that. It was great. That's what, that was always something that, like, they, they, the whole movie, they talk about how he's so good at all these special effects and this and everything else. And I'm like, so he shaved his head instead of putting a bald cap on? <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I made this werewolf mask. Wow, that's super impressive. And I guess at the end of the movie, I'll shave my head and that's yeah. it. Like, I know, and that was kind of um, strange, but I don't know. I thought it was a cool little characteristic to have since so many yeah. of the characters have no defining characteristics. Um, mm. And, you know, it was... This is t- definitely... Right. What? I was going to say, this is definitely one of those movies where the actors and the characters, other than Crispin Glover, you, you like you said, you couldn't tell them apart. Like, I don't remember half of their names. Yeah, I remember no. Tommy Jarvis. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I rem- and I only remember him because of the freaking video game because he's a playable character in the game. <laughs> it's like yeah. that's it. It's the only reason and I'm like. I know. Yeah, and it's like and that again, time period idea. was when a lot of little boys were really interested in like monster movies and mm-hmm. you know horror was becoming way bigger than it had been in the past. I guess. I mean, the 70s, yes, but you know, the 80s was like horror. Um, What's the word? Golden era of horror, not even just slashers. And so it was like... Right, because you had like Fangoria magazine. Yes, yes. And, and kids could finally like read and see how these effects were done. Right, yeah. So it was a realistic character. And he was like one mm-hmm. of the few characters that, I mean, you really get to know. Yeah. Right. And also the idea that he was like... The idea that it was, you know... Jason's like fucked up. Like you can trick him this way. Mm-hmm. Like he's just murdering teens for no reason at this point. Right. Like he's mentally deranged, and Corey Feldman figured out how to trick him. I I I loved it. I love this movie. I love the end. Again, as a couple of us said, it's my favorite one. Yeah. I really appreciate Tommy taking the time to see that the fingers were twitching and attack him some more. Instead of just being like, oh, I think I killed him. We're yep. good. Like, no, yep. thanks yeah. for going back, kid. No. <laughs> Not in my movie. We know it mentally scarred you for the rest of the next three movies, but <laughs> I uh, I named that movie in my brain when Jason met Corey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I realize I like now that. it should say when Jason met Tommy. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. He just mm-hmm. is Corey, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't matter what movie he's in, he's just Corey Feldman. Like, I don't even yeah. remember, like, does he have a name in half of his movies? <laughs> I know. Like, he's just Corey Feldman. <laughs> All right, shall we move so... on to uh, the abortion that is part five? I <laughs> guess. <laughs> okay. I nominate <laughs> not me. <laughs> I will. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it because I am, first of all, I am not a contrarian by nature. Okay. But and and as I said, I watched the first six, you know, uh, over one weekend, and maybe this was sort of Stockholm syndrome, but syndromey. But I kind of liked part five. 
because I like the idea that pretty much everybody that made this movie was like, I don't fucking know, whatever, this is going to be goofy nonsense, let's just do it. Like, <laughs> I love that idea that nobody cared, every joke falls flat, it is just mm-hmm. over the top. He's murdering these poor kids, like, not that any of the other kids deserved it, but none of these kids deserve to be killed. <laughs> right, yeah. In this movie, well, especially when you find out who it is, like, I appreciated how stupid this was. It was really crazy when they started with a axe murder of this like yeah. mentally handicapped man. I was like, okay, yeah. this just went off Listen, the rails immediately. <laughs> I forgot about this movie. Some of these I forgot about. When that happened, I was on the edge of my couch going, I am 100% in right now <laughs> because I did not see that coming. Me neither. <laughs> Yeah, I remember watching this, like, a really long time ago, but I did not remember almost anything about it. So, Mm -hmm. it was definitely kind of, like, jarring, I guess, that it was so very removed from the rest of the series, really. Hmm. Right, and and again, it has absolutely no connection to anything else that takes place before or after, other than the fact that we're just now following... You know, the adventures of Tommy Jarvis. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I, I think people don't like this the same reason that people don't like Halloween 3. It's just, it doesn't feel like it's part of the series. Right. And I think that's kind of why I really like Halloween 3 is you need a break. Like, I, <laughs> seriously, like, I just needed a break from this hockey mask lunatic for a little bit. And this movie provided that for me. Hmm. The, I can see that. The only characters that I hate more than Shelly are Ethel and Junior. I hate Who? them so much that I remember oh. their names. <laughs> yes. The, the like, hillbillies. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I could have watched, like, 90 minutes of them being stalked. I would have watched that. I just wanted her to stop yeah. yelling. That's all I yeah. wanted, like, the whole time. I think and, like, that's... Chickens. When you start to like root for the killer, like yeah. okay, they did a good job finish, with me rooting for the killer there. Finish these people off. <laughs> See, I didn't again. Like, I didn't in this one. I was like, these poor kids. No, no, no. Like, I mean, the nobody. really obnoxious uh, mom and son. Yeah, that's. Oh, oh, I just wanted yeah, no, them no, dead. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I just couldn't get over the fact that I was like, these kids have nobody. Like, nobody's going to their funerals after they're dead. Yeah. Like, they don't have families. They have nothing. There's no reason to kill them. And it's the late, like, it is such a lame, quote-unquote, twist in the end. But it's not even a twist, because, and I'm sure I've seen this, but I'm sure I've seen this before, but... The moment they showed that paramedic, I was like, this guy's not right. He's in his own world. He's not listening to anything that's being said. He's clearly the killer here. I, uh, my internet started screwing up when I was watching it, so I did not make it to the end. Me neither. So, who was the killer? (laughs) It was one of the paramedics in the beginning. He's the father of someone who was killed. He's the the father of the chocolate guy. (laughs) <laughs> the chocolate guy is this guy. is this one with the porta potty murders like yes, where they're yes. singing to yes. each other where they're yes. singing to each other yeah i loved it yeah. yep. i loved it yep. that was weird as hell and that porta potty murder that was one of the 
murders from this series that, like, I clearly remember seeing as a kid, and it freaked me out. And I remember thinking about it, like, the next time I went into a porta potty <laughs> I mean, because that's pretty fucking scary. I mean, you're so vulnerable. You really mm-hmm. don't have much, many options at that point. Um, you know, being stuck in a porta potty that's a nightmare unto itself. Mm-hmm. And someone also is stabbing at you, that is worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love to imagine one of the writers being like, all right, it's the fifth one. I'm in the woods. I don't. How can I possibly come up with a creative death? And I think they nailed it. Oh, yeah. I wanted those characters to, like, stick around. Like, they were entertaining. I don't hate it as much as I thought I did. (laughs) Yeah. Talking about it, I don't hate it as much as I thought I did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate it, per se, but I wish it could have been what it was supposed to be. I really wish it could have been turning Tommy into the new version of Jason mm-hmm. and him. Sure. Like, I think it would have it would have made the movie so much better if at the end they could have still added something at the end where we find out that this is not Jason and then Tommy picks up the mask and puts it on. That yeah. would have been something great because yeah. they kind of foreshadowed that at the ending of part four. Where he's, like, yeah. hu- hugging his sister, and he just has this, like, dead look in his eyes. And you yeah. know that he's, like, gonna be fucked up forever. I wonder, do you know why they decided not to do that? I think it was just the producers. Not, well, not necessarily the producers, but the um, production company kind of was like, you, you, Jason is Jason. You mm-hmm. can't have somebody else be Jason. Yeah. Uh. So... Yeah, plus it's... And I just think that's so strange, because then when you get on to six... Like, he's still so focused on Jason. I'm like, you know that fucking paramedic just killed a bunch <laughs> of your friends. Like, don't you feel like that might be more pressing in your mind at this point in your life? You're solving the wrong problem here. Right, <laughs> yes. Well, I mean. That wasn't Jason, if man. If the paramedic is dead, then, hmm. I mean, he knows well, Jason yeah. is like some sort of monster. You know, he's he's a monster, basically. So it, yeah, I guess, but he does think he killed him, right? But the starting of part six. Can we move on to part six? Do you guys want to favorite one? Yeah, let's let's move on to part six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys want to rank part five? I would give it like a five. Yeah, it's kind of like dead in the middle for me. Yeah. Eh. No, I'd put it higher. I'd put it like a six, six and a half, maybe even teetering on a seven. Jess Bradford. Okay, am I going with it? I love, I love this one. Oh no, no, no! I, you, you, what was oh, your ranking? I said, yeah, I agree, I agree. But oh, I love okay. the next one so much. All right, go on, go for it. <laughs> Do it. Okay. Do it. So this is the one with the opening sequence that's just a rip off of James Bond when you see Jason with his mask. That's right. Um, it's it starts so out great. with Tommy going and being like, I have to kill. I have to make sure Jason is just super dead forever. And I've got to double kill him. Yeah, and in doing <laughs> so, like, stabs him with a metal pole, causing like him to get hit by fucking, lightning. He's a vampire, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Get, just brings him back to life, and then buries the other guy, and then mm-hmm. Tommy goes off to the cops, and is like, hey, you know, you gotta do this, and they're like, fuck you, no, we don't. <laughs> We've renamed the town, because renaming the town changes everything. 
Yeah. You're, you know, it's Camp Forest it's, Green now. Kids are still going to a camp around right. there. How about uh, stop putting a summer camp in the murder woods? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you have the drunk guy who works at the grave digger guy who's like, oh, I'm just gonna, just gonna cover this back up. No one needs yeah. to know. Yeah. <laughs> nothing to see, nothing to see. Like, this was the only one that kept my attention the entire time. Yeah, it's like, it's like when the series basically went full gonzo, you know, it's like... It was... I, I We're just going to be ridiculous because we know that we are. Yeah, I think this is the yeah. one where the director was like, I'm not trying to shoot a porno. I'm trying to shoot a campy horror movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's why I love it so much. Yeah. It's, it's funny that you said this one kept your attention because I literally wrote in my notes, I have no idea what the plot of it is. <laughs> I've forgotten about the plot four times. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote, Tommy Jarvis is back and... Jason is electrified back to life. That was like literally the only thing I could remember about this movie. Yeah, I thought. I uh, see, I yeah, I can remember it a lot. Uh, like it, it feels a lot more modern yeah. than the ones that came before. It actually looks really good. Like it is shot very well. Mm. Again, compared to the other films, I think. Um, yeah, I, I think this is this is definitely one of the better ones of the series. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and they really had a really interesting variety of locations and characters. Like, it's not all in one spot, you know. They had, like, actual law mm-hmm. enforcement involved. They had, um... Yeah, finally. Yeah. <laughs> they had random people, like... Is the lady, like, riding her bike <laughs> or something like that? They had actual... Or, no, they were... Never mind. Yeah, they had... A creepy lady that showed up at the police station? I don't remember. Is that who you're talking you had, about? They just you had, had Jason just of... start murdering what? people. Huh? Right. It, he just started murdering people, and they weren't... There, there's the paintball game going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. <laughs> I loved it. That was so, yeah. like, fun. Um, I would say that this is definitely, like, sort of a predecessor to, like... 1990s like meta horror movies um yes. it was one of the very first horror movies where it's like very self-aware like this is a ridiculous movie and we're just gonna have fun mm-hmm. well there's that one scene where the um the grave digger he takes a swig of his bottle and he goes what do they think i'm a fart head and it cuts <laughs> directly to the kids going yeah <laughs> it's like it's a it's a smash cut too it's not oh, even yeah. like <laughs> like no you cut it that way on purpose it's right like, yeah i kept i watched it and i was like Did, is this an edited copy am i a no. fart head <laughs> <laughs> that does not seem like it was in the script <laughs> God. That was actually just a drunk I, I guy they found like, and, like, threw in the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just how it was filmed. Um, it, it, as much as I couldn't remember, I, I honestly can't remember most of the plot of this movie, and I think it was just because I wasn't paying attention to it at all. Mm-hmm. I think it was literally just on in the background at that point, and I think I had gotten to the point in the day where I had watched so many of them that I was droning it out, and I just couldn't attention yeah. but there were bits and pieces of things like i like i remember like in the like the beginning sequence and stuff like that and i remember like it was the um which we'll call it the uh sheriff's daughter was like no i believe in mm-hmm. tommy and i was like you just want him to get like you just want to get laid like that's pretty much what your problem is right now but it was like there was a like you said it's it's not 
it it's not necessarily meta, but it knows that it's not a serious movie and it knows that it's not fully into the horror genre. Yeah. So it, it's, you know, it, it's on that, you know, I, I hate to use the word campy because you know, pun intended, I guess, but, <laughs> it, <laughs> but it kind of like, it, I agree. It, it's campy, but I mean, this is not, yeah. I mean, this, this is to me like four, five, six, and seven all kind of blend into one movie for me. Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of like, like seven, I remember, I, I remember completely like, I, okay. Ne- like when I go back and I look at it, I'm like, okay, that's Carrie versus Jason. Okay. I understand <laughs> yeah. that one now, right. but, like, yeah. but like literally four five and six all blend into one movie. And I really think it is because it's the Tommy trilogy, Yeah, but it, it just, they, I couldn't, other than the fact that Tommy is only like what, 12 and four, like that's the only reason I know that one's different, but so it's like. They just—they're so similar, so so. No, similar. I do, I do are, feel yeah. like that ser- this series does that. Like, yeah. you know, one, two, and three feel like mm-hmm. that to me. It's mm-hmm. just the same movie done three times with variations, and and yeah, this is sort of that second chunk in here. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, in general, we say that this these movies had all these tropes that they started, but literally they have a formula and they stick to it very well. And they know what works, and they just keep yeah. going. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, until we hit Manhattan, they they know what works. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they did part five, and they were like, okay, that turned out terrible, so let's just make part four again, but slightly yeah. different. And, I mean, because those With movies... With an adult Tommy. Yeah, yeah, those movies are very similar. And they're similarly good, um, but it's like, I can almost, like, transpose them in my head because... Um, yeah. You know, kind of the it's kind of like a pretty big variety of different characters in different places getting killed, and yeah, they're very similar, but they're definitely both like way up there as far as quality. Hmm. Yep, I, agree. I think I just pretend that the one before this didn't happen, and it went straight to him wanting to kill, wanting to make sure Jason was dead. Like yeah. for some reason, my brain just like could not wrap itself around it seemed like a reboot of they were like okay so this one didn't work very well because it didn't have jason in it let's try again with tommy yeah yeah yep yes okay so they they blend together for me in the same sort of way but this was five is not necessary (laughs) this was the break um part six was the break for me that part five was for the count right yeah (sighs) okay right yeah okay all right, what's our final rate this, on these? Is it bad that I was like, who the hell? It took me a minute to remember what I was supposed to call you because I was like, I was thinking like, sleepaway what? camp. Um. <laughs> I would give it a, you know, seven, five, eight. This, this is my 10. This is oh, the only okay. 10 I'm going to give out. Only 10. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd give it close to seven. Maybe maybe a little bit higher. I think I'd put this just above the original film. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm this is one of my lower ones, and it's on, honestly just because I don't remember it, and so it's and it could, and like I said, I'm not sure if it was a case of me not watching it very closely, so that's why I don't remember it, or it was just that forgettable. Mm-hmm. Um. So for me, it's like a three. 
okay. Yeah, no, that's okay. I have a feeling that for the next one, I'm going to be in the same situation you are now, because this one took me six tries to get through, because I kept falling asleep. I was really bored. Yeah, I can real, see real that. Real, real bored. <laughs> I, I can see that. Yeah, I barely remember it, because it was so lame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is... The kid who's a psychic, who uh-huh. has PTSD because of her abusive father, whose current psychologist is trying to bring out, use the PTSD to bring out her latent carry powers, her telekinesis. And then, um, then, then you've got the next door neighbor kids who rent the house for the weekend. Who you know, I'm like, what? <laughs> You're like, didn't we just do that in part four? Like, didn't we just rent the house next door like five minutes ago? How is this still a vacation destination? (laughs) I know. know. Stop going there. They have cheap Uh. prices, okay? Yeah, I know, right? It's free. Just come stay here. If you survive, we'll pay you. (laughs) Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was a ridiculous conceit, like, from the beginning. Like, she's trying to, like, psychically, like, what is she doing? She's trying to like psychically get her dad or something, and then well, she's she's running away because she's angry about something, and she's like, "I hate you. I wish you were dead." And then right. makes the dock fall, but while the dock's yeah. falling, she's like, "No, dad, don't die." So <laughs> yeah, so that means he's a zombie under the water, just like Jason. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. In the that, last uh, one, Jason got Lake stuck has in a the lot bottom. of bodies in it. <laughs> yeah. Crystal Lake has a lot of bodies. I think at one point they stopped carting them away and just started putting them in the lake. Yeah, might as well. Just lay them like, down. Just throw them in there. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> just have everybody else out there. Just like one mass funeral. Like, yep. you know what? For the past five years, if your kid was killed here, come on out. We'll have a nice little ceremony by yeah. the lake. It'll be it, great. It's like the Titanic survivors. They all go out on a boat. <laughs> yes. They have a memorial <laughs> over where the boat is. I was going to say it's like um, kids with summer birthdays. <laughs> or the christmas birthdays the ones that are like december 24th like ah shit (laughs) but the the one good thing about this movie this is well there's two good things but um kane hotter this is the first kane hotter jason that we have Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so this is the first time and people some people don't believe that kane hotter has not been jason the whole time so (laughs) Like, but no, this is where we get the iconic Jason that most people refer to when they say, "Oh, this is how Jason does this." This is where everybody gets the whole Jason doesn't run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like because Kane right. Hodder just walks. Yep. <laughs> and um, the other good thing that I really loved about this movie was um, this is the best looking Jason that we have to this up to this point yeah. when it comes to makeup and continuity. Mm. So it's like he, you know, he got. What the hell happened to him at the end of the last movie? He got he was like thrown into the- he was on a boat and there was a boulder and then the boulder was like attached to a chain or he was attached to oh, a yeah, chain that's right. and was just yep, tethered. So he got- he's still alive, so he's just tethered under the water. Yeah. Yep. Dude, um, that was when Tommy Jarvis pours a bunch of gasoline. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, See, oh, I told what a you, great that idea. Movie, it's just like that movie. There's literally like I can tell you plot points from every single other movie. That one literally is like a black hole <laughs> in my, my mind with no clue. Did you guys but it's like this one? This one, like when you get Kane Hodder and you start getting the the way that he moves and the things that he does, you start getting into that Jason that everybody knows and loves. Mm-hmm. And um, my one big thing with this makeup is you have the deterioration and you have actual deterioration of 
you know, this is coming from, I, I'm going into my makeup person mode mm-hmm. right now, but it's like you have actual some deterioration of what you would see being stuck underwater for that long. Yeah. So it's, and it's, it's, we have, it's just so cool to see, like when you see him from the back, you can see his, his ribs and his spine are hanging out and oh. his clothes are kind of falling off. And I mean, it's not an anatomically correct by any <laughs> sense of the mean, but right. <laughs> it's now still that being really cool. said, when his mask comes off, mm-hmm. it is one of the silliest looking things. I know. <laughs> I, he looks like an animal. It doesn't even look like a human anymore. He looks like a ferret or something. It, he, his, like, it just looks like he's wearing a rubber Halloween yeah. mask, yeah. and it's not good. He's got what we call summer teeth. Some <laughs> over here, some over there. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but I do know a lot of people love this movie. A lot of people I know really, really like this movie, and I, I don't get it. I, I like the idea that they tried to give him a formidable opponent. Hmm. Now that Tommy Tommy Jarvis is out of the picture, but I didn't enjoy it. I think this is one think... of the ones where my computer cut out, and I didn't get to see the end of the movie. Actually, I'm like ninety nine percent sure. <laughs> well, her dad comes no. back and grabs Jason on the dock, but he's been under the water for just as long as Jason. Well, for you know, Jason's been under longer, but he's been under the water for you know she's what seven in the beginning of the movie, and now she's like in her twenties. Uh-huh. So she's yeah. he's been under the water this whole time. He pops back up, perfectly fresh face and doing. <laughs> oh, he's fine. He's great. He's all right. <laughs> And I, I like I never even noticed it because he pops up and he's got like some seaweed on him and some like dirt on his face and I wasn't really paying attention to his makeup at all. I was just like, oh, this is whatever. It's the end of the movie. And then I, something I was watching on YouTube today, the guy was like, yeah. So the the one of the other producers on the show on the movie was like, yeah, I don't like the zombie makeup for the dad, so we're just gonna have him be normal. It's <laughs> <laughs> like okay, all right. Did you guys uh, know that there's a um. There's a fake Jason that is anchored in some lake somewhere in, like, Minnesota. Um, oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yes. somebody went down there, like a scuba diver, and, like, anchored a Jason down there so that other scuba divers yep. would oh, then yeah. discover it and, like, die. I don't know. <laughs> no, thank no. you. That is a really, like, yeah, think, fun idea, like but local... also possibly dangerous. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think it was like some local artist, almost like a Banksy idea, was to just put this thing down there, put this puppet down mm. there that, that looked like him. And it looks really good. I saw pictures. Yep. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, this movie's stupid. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's Carrie versus the Terminator. You know, it's Carrie versus Jason. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give it, but like, we have Kane Hodder, so. a two. <laughs> This is from this for me is on my higher end. It's funny because in my actual rankings of the movies, this is actually on the lower end. But in like my enjoyment of the movie, this is actually like more of like a seven or an eight for me because it's it's bad. It's really bad. But I really like Kane Hodder and I really like his version of Jason. So I think that bumps it up. Like if, if it was somebody else that was Jason, I think this would be like a two or a three. But because of him, for me, it bumps it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a four just because I'd like it if it wasn't a Friday the 13th movie. Like, if Jason wasn't involved. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 
No, I agree. I'd, I'd say it's probably about a four. It's it's a little lower than middle of the road, but mm-hmm. not as bad as some stuff that we're going to get to soon. <laughs> I just thought it was pretty forgettable, really. Yeah. 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 And it, it's funny you say that you say that because I said the same thing about number nine. I was like, nine would be, well, Jason Goes to Hell would be great if it wasn't a Friday the 13th movie. <laughs> it was just a random supernatural body hopping entity movie and it wasn't Jason involved. Yeah. It would actually be a pretty good movie. Anyway. I disagree. Are we- I know. Everybody <laughs> hates that movie. I hate it so much. Right, we, we have to get through New York yep. where right. we can yeah, start yeah, hating. We're on somehow. We have to hate York. on Manhattan first. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to get in a boat in this lake and we're going to go ahead and boat to Manhattan. Oh, I <laughs> love Crystal the Lake idea. all of a sudden connects to the ocean. With that a giant a, boat. like So ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really wish, I mean, the premise, great idea. Let's have mm-hmm. him in a totally different environment. But it's for like five minutes. Like, yeah. the rest of the time he's like on a boat. And, I mean, him in Times Square, that's... That's like quintessential, but the rest of the movie mm-hmm. is like pretty lame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a little longer than I remember him being in New York. Like, I feel like I've heard so many people be like, "Well, the last five minutes he's in New York." I was surprised that it was a good twenty, twenty-five yeah. minutes at the end of this movie True. that he was there. And I did think the New York sequences were good. Like, I liked. How he died at the end of this. I liked how he drowned that asshole teacher, whoever that guy is, oh. in just like a big five-gallon drum of goo. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I kind of enjoyed, and of course, when he punches the guy's head off, yeah. that's great. All the, shit, all the shit on the boat is nonsense. Like, it's it's tough to watch. It is, yes. It was kind of my grueling, really. Yeah, yeah, and it's like my big thing with the boat was you had like four or five students that we actually like followed but you see scenes where there's like 30 kids on this boat so you're like so was jason just like progressively going through and killing all these people but we're only gonna watch these five deaths because these were the really good ones so it's like a highlights reel (laughs) yeah i know it was so weird can't you just run around can't you just run around this boat and every now and then you just see a dead character somewhere somewhere. or somebody just somebody opens a room and there's like a pile of bodies yeah there you've explained it the end yeah done nothing nothing like people are shocked i went to a high school that was small there was under a hundred students that I graduated with, and people are shocked by that. On this boat, there's like eight people. <laughs> yeah. like, like, wait a minute. My big thing with this movie, I mean, obviously it's just bad in general, but like my big thing with this movie was you have that shot in Times Square, and it is so good. It's and so it, great. It's so good. But that's like the cherry on an like on onion flavored ice cream sundae. <laughs> yeah. It's so like Yeah. Mm, it looked so good until I tasted it. It's like I just mm. Yeah. And it's like getting it yeah. It really is. And it's like it's a good payoff, but is it worth it? Not really. No. Um no. No. And, and especially because that's the only scene that they filmed in New York. They filmed they had 
storyboarded a bunch of stuff in New York, but that's literally the only thing they filmed in New York. Yeah. Everything else was filmed in Vancouver. So all of the other New York scenes were filmed in Vancouver. Yeah. So it's like, mm, I can't even say you filmed it like on a pier in New York. Like you were, you were there for a solid 20 minutes to film this Times Square thing. (laughs) And the tease of this movie for the opening credits to run over images of New York, I, I was know. like, "Oh my god, this is so great!" Ugh. And then we're just back at that fucking campsite again. <laughs> I know like, it's terrible. It's ridiculous, and and it has like the uh, the best poster, you know, that poster. Uh, like, oh, it looks the great. Colors are fun. Um, I actually used that poster for um, our new uh, horror podcast. I used some of the the colors. It's hard to explain. Anyway, it's like the word. Some of the wording on it has the colors for the gradient, and it looks so cool. Yeah, mm. and it's like it's like on paper, it's a great movie, but in um, you know, what's the word? Practice. In practice, yeah. it's like how could they have like fucked up this premise so phenomenally? <laughs> yeah, it does have the uh, sauna hot rock death, which is pretty good though. That, that yeah, got my attention yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, about this movie. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Very forgettable. Yeah, so if I could, if I could rate this a zero, you know what? I'm going to use my favorite Whoa. rating for this movie. This wow. movie is this. No, no, this movie is fuck this movie. <laughs> that is my rating for this movie. <laughs> I'm going to give it just, a no. three, primarily oh, because nice. it was my first horror movie. Mm. I get one extra point. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd give it a three as well because I think there are possibly two to three movies that are worse mm. than it that we have not talked about yet. Yeah, yeah. If um, I gave three D, if I gave three D a three D, I'm giving this one a two. <laughs> um, just because I was really happy to not be on land, yeah. but I wanted to be on land in a different place and not on this boat yeah. forever. Not, not on a boat. Right. Alright, well that was a big old like, anti-climactic yeah. movie of theirs. Yeah. And then, yeah. uh, wait, what's next? Nine? Oh yeah. Hell. Oh, so we're into the two slash three that I did not watch, but I know about. I also okay. did not I watch some nine deaths because from them. I just could not bring myself to watch it. <laughs> so, it's all on YouTube. Ah, uh, well, it might not even be on me, because I know I watched it, but I'm not sure I watched it. <laughs> like, I mean, so, hell's the one I where he jumps I actually between have people, it yeah? Playing, I have it, actually have it playing in the background right now, <laughs> just on mute. Just on mute? Nothing looks familiar. <laughs> and you still have well, no memories of it. No. No. I um see out of all of the movies, I think this might be the one that I have never watched any of, like ever. Um, really, I you know I remember like I kind of remember when it came out because I remember like you know little edge lord children in school like mm-hmm. oh I saw Jason goes to hell it was so <sighs> badass you know I don't know what year I'm like basing this in, <laughs> but um. And I remember seeing, like, I think I remember seeing, like, a clip of it at some point because, I don't know, I was like, oh, does he actually go to hell? You know, does he die? (laughs) I really needed to know because this was before, you know, the next one. 
Um, hmm. Just just a movie of him like wandering through the circles of hell. I'd watch he's, that. He's in watch that. Dante's Inferno. <laughs> that would be so great. That would be like a weird, like existential, like absurdist thing. Yeah, we should make that movie. Except no, never. <laughs> so I I. I don't know much of anything about it other than there's like a bounty hunter and they were thinking about making a movie about that guy recently. Yes, they are. <laughs> they, they were, t- they were thinking about bringing, um, <clears throat> bringing that character back and making the next movie in the series about that, that character. Because um, apparently, uh, 20 years later, it's time. <laughs> yeah, it's time. It's time. Well, that all, ca- we, I, I was kind of talking about it earlier, but that all kind of brings in, the rights of the the series currently not to segue all the way into that but there's a big rights battle going on in a big lawsuit right now so that's a character that's not really necessarily beholden mm-hmm. yeah to yeah the ip so they can kind of get away with making a movie with about that but um these are not jason goes to hell and and jason in space otherwise known as jason <laughs> x um are i hate jason goes to hell but i love jason goes to hell at the same time um, Jason X is my all-time favorite movie out of this entire series, so <laughs> I, I'll talk about that for years. I thought you were going to say, um, of all time. No, not oh, of all time. Me oh, God, too. No. I was like, oh, wow, I, oh, wow, I, I don't, don't even, even know I have, you. I don't, even, I, don't even, right? I don't even think I have a favorite movie of all time. Like, if I had to narrow it down, I probably could, but I'm... It, my Jason X like, is probably number two. <laughs> It's Jaws and then Jason X. Jaws and then Jason X. Yes, that's how it goes. Um, my big thing with, with, with Jason Goes to Hell, with my my habit in life is not getting into something until it's already over or it's the last one. Yeah. So like Lost, I watched the first season of Lost. I never watched another season until the very last season. <laughs> and I only watched the last five episodes. Like, I, I'm one of those people, like I get into wow. something like at the last minute. I don't know I why. don't know that you're doing this right. <laughs> not, not at all. And I don't know why I do it that way. But Jason Goes to Hell was one of those things where I was like, oh, this is going to be the official last one. It's the sure. final Friday. Yep. You know, I've got to go watch it. So this is the return of Sean Cunningham, who was the uh, director and writer of the first one. I believe he wrote it as well as directed it, or was on the writing staff of it, because that's yes. part of the lawsuit as well. Um, but my big thing with this movie is, is that he came back and then basically completely erased the first movie mm-hmm. and was like, mm-hmm. no. That's not that's not how Jason is. Jason is Jason is this body hopping worm thing <laughs> that needs to, yeah, oh god. It goes on so many things. The reason I actually like this movie is because it is a love letter to like every horror movie ever made. There's the sheriff's last name is Landis. They're in the town of Cunningham. Um, the sh- the jacket that the lead guy wears is actually the jacket from the Creeps movies. Um, and the Necronomicon shows up halfway through the movie. It's like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, there's so many freaking references to horror movies. There's a Cronenberg reference in there somewhere. Um, it, it's, it just goes, it's, I actually can't, there's a list I had somewhere at one point that had, like, all of them, and I cannot find it, but there was over, like, 45 different references wow. to other horror movies. That's crazy. Yeah, and I mean, the biggest one, it, I know you guys may not have gotten to the end of the movie. <laughs> nope. Um, the biggest, yeah, 
the biggest one is that after Jason dies at the end of the movie, he gets dragged down under the sand. And Freddy's hand, loved hand, comes up and yeah. grabs oh. the mask and drags it down. Yeah, and that was supposed to be the predecessor that. to Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, they're getting so, you excited for the movie that was going to be like 15 years later. <laughs> yeah, 15 years later. Thanks for so exciting in that movie. But what something that I didn't know, which I found out watching Crystal Lake Memories, is is it's Kane Hodder's hand. So it's Kane Hodder playing. Freddy in the movie that Kane Hodder was playing Jason. So in that same movie, he plays Freddy and Jason. It's oh, like, so we technically got Freddy versus Jason. It's like Incepta Jason. It is Incepta yeah. Jason. I was like, wait a minute. Hmm. That is weird. I love the idea. I love the idea that he's like, no, 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 no. Bring in a double to be Jason. Because my hand, man, my hand I gotta be in that hand. hand. That's that hand. totally makes me so, think uh, of like Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <right? laughs> um, so this is one of the weird things about this movie. I know there's a lot of weird things about this movie, but one of the yes. weirdest things about this movie is there's a Friday the 13th TV show. Yeah. It has oh, nothing to do with the movies. It's great, though. I love it. Have you it. seen it? I, I love it. I, okay, I, I think I've seen it, but I don't remember it. I know it's about, like, curses and stuff. Yep. It's basically like Warehouse 13, if you guys ever watched mm-hmm. that, where they have yes. like random yeah. objects. That's basically, you know, cursed object. Now we've got to go find it and figure out what's wrong with it. But nope. um, this isn't a tangent, I promise. It loops back to Jason Goes to Hell. Okay. The guy who plays the lead in Jason Goes to Hell was the the guy who played the lead on the Friday the 13th series. Oh. So oh, okay. I he, didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know either. I had no clue. And then I was like looking at him and I'm like, he looks really familiar to me. And I... IMD beat him because that's what you do mm-hmm. and I was like oh I was like that's a really that's kind of a really cool like just amongst all the other easter eggs that are in this movie that's a pretty good one right there if you were actually if people were actually paying yeah. attention but this movie hands down would have been a great random supernatural body hopping alien movie if you got rid of Jason right yeah it, it could have been Invasion mm. of the Body Snatchers uh, it, without the yeah. screaming <laughs> I guess. Or like Fallen, you know? Remember that? Yeah. Oh god. As long as it's yeah. not Dreamcatcher, we're fine. Yeah, yeah. Let's never have anything be Dreamcatcher again. <laughs> oh, did you guys watch that and like talk about it? No, we're just now talking no, about it. Just, you're just talking about how terrible. We it all is. can okay. agree that it's a terrible movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just a bad movie. Yeah. Bad, bad movie. So. One thing I need to bring up about Jason Goes to Hell is the opening sequence. I don't know if any of you actually got... I know, I, some some of you guys said you didn't watch it at all, but, like, if anyone who did watch it, um, the opening sequence has what I call the magic towel. So the opening, like, ten minutes of the movie mm-hmm. is the FBI setting up Jason so they can kill him. And they have a really hot FBI agent who decides she's going to go into the house by herself and take a shower. And then she hears a noise. So she puts a towel on. This towel lasts through her. Now, she just tucks the towel in around the top. It lasts through her running down the stairs, running out to her car, doing the police slide over the hood of her car, running through the forest, (laughs) tripping, falling, getting back up, running through the forest some more, getting caught in the clearance of trees, the FBI guy yelling, get down, and her doing a jump roll barrel flip thing over the line of FBI guys that are pointing guns at Jason. <laughs> I want to know where well, she bought this towel. I want but one. But see, here's the thing. <laughs> this is like we talked about earlier. We are now into the 90s. Yes. Mm-hmm. There is, we cannot see nudity on film. Yes. 
it is yep. the worst thing. She had to take her underwear off from that that shot from the calves down that you just see her underwear drop. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, so do you- I just every. Yeah. Sorry. Every time I've seen this movie, I'm like, where did she buy that towel? I need that towel. <laughs> do, you, do you think this movie was informed by the X-Files? Probably. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. What I'm hearing about know, it, wait, it sounds X-Files. like X-Files. I don't know which, what year this movie came out, though. This, this was 93. X-Files. Okay. Well. X-Files was out then, right? 93? Yeah. yeah, and that was actually kind X-Files of like the height of started X-Files-ish. at se- September 10th, 1993. Yeah. So maybe, I, uh, maybe somebody heard X-Files about this. Was <laughs> informed by this. <laughs> I would like to think it wasn't. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, no. No, <laughs> no but I, I no. understand if this if this was just a film <laughs> on its own that had nothing to do with Friday the Thirteenth. I think it would be serviceable. Um, much as in uh, Part Five was misguided in a way that I loved. Um, this was this was a really really difficult movie for me to mm. to latch on to. Like it just didn't, and maybe it was because it was so different. But uh, yeah, I I really didn't. It's it's actually my second to last in mm. the series. Like if I think if this could have been an episode of the Friday the Thirteenth TV show, oh sure, as a backdoor pilot for the show. You know, it's like look at all the stuff we went through with Jason, with the with the book, with the body hopping, with the knife, yeah. with the, the, all of the stuff that all of the lore that they set up in this movie, and then they get the knife, and the knife is the first object they get, and then it leads into the rest of the series. I think this actually would have kind of worked as a backdoor pilot, but it's just bad. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and again, if you're focused on on these Easter eggs and nods mm. to other films, it's just like well. This is not successful. If you're yeah. not talking about the film itself and just how it pays homage to all this all other, other stuff, stuff, well, that's, yeah. yeah, that's not great. Yeah. And it's, it, again, like, not only does she have the magic towel, but this random FBI agent, all of a sudden, as she's running through the woods, has, she starts off barefoot, and then all of a sudden she has hiking boots on with white socks. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and then she, ha- yeah, then she has no shoes on, but she actually has, like, these little, like, ballet slippery things on. And I'm like... So you need to work on your framing, but <laughs> where'd you get those hiking boots? Like you got the magic towel and now these magic hiking boots. That's like, ridiculous. Just, it's yeah, yeah. It, it's like everybody hates on Jason X because it's Jason X and it's Jason in space and it's it's bad. It is bad, but it's fun. Jason goes to hell is is it? At least Jason X is fun. Yeah. Jason goes to hell is just bad. Oh. <laughs> Jason X is super fun. Let's go Plus, there because this is like, dog shit. <laughs> Jason X is pretty damn straightforward. From what I know of mm-hmm. Jason Goes to Hell, they added all this weird extra mythology and like, yeah, there's like a special like dagger that kills him with like his family yeah. member or something. Um, it just he has yeah. to be he has to be killed by a Voorhees or reborn by a Voorhees. Just, and it doesn't have to be a live Voorhees. He gets reborn no. via a dead body. Yeah, that seems like they're trying to be Halloween. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, so, do we even want to bother putting a number on it, or we just want to move straight to Jason X? Let, let's pretend it never happened. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All that right. works for me. Jason X, so much fun. Oh, so much fun. Just, I mean, you have Uber Jason, you have... 
Lisa Ryder, who is one of my all-time favorite 90s actresses. You've got Lexa Doig, again, one of my all-time favorite 90s actresses. So it's like, and, and then everyone else can just go away, and I don't need the rest of the cast. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, just love I love the, the virtual reality aspect. Like, oh, that, was that was awesome. Fun. Um, I mean, it's not, it's, it's a stupid movie. It's not, it's not good, but I remember going to see it in theaters, and I think I was, like, on a, a date, and it was, like, just, we laughed the whole time. It was just so much fun. It was ridiculous, you know, it's totally, like, yeah, we jumped the shark, like, several movies ago, and now we're just, like, yeah. throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. And, I mean, I thought it was pretty good for especially the 10th movie in a, in a franchise. Right, mm. um, And, you know, it's but an interesting idea. That's what this movie should... That's what this movie should be. Like, you should go to the theater to laugh. It, it's what people did, I assume, during Manhattan. It's what people did mm. in part six, in part five, in part four. Like, that's what this series is now. So, thankfully, they realize that after Jason goes to hell, they're like, no, this is just goofy nonsense. He's in space. The end. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, come on. Like, a, a woman gets her body sucked out through, like, a tiny hole. It's, it's the that weirdest part of this so movie, ridiculous. and I love it. Um, And plus, like, the whenever it came out, you know, it's like the prior 20 years, there had been so many different um, sequels that took place in space or just, like, you know, trying to start new franchises involving, yeah, Leprechaun yeah. in space, guys. <laughs> yeah, I was Come just going to say, it took Jason ten movies to get to space, and only took Hellraiser four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, yes. That's insane. I did not know that existed. Yeah. Oh, Hellraiser in space? I, Hellraiser in space is my, one of my Leprechaun favorite movies. Leprechaun four oh, is also in space. I've only oh, yeah. seen one it's Hellraiser so much movie. Fun. Yes, and it was, was pretty it recent, too. It was like a year ago. All right. <laughs> I haven't good. seen any you're of the good. Hellraiser No, movie. you're good. Don't worry. I didn't yeah. like it. I didn't yeah. like it, you Just guys. Just watch the first Sorry. one, and you, you got, got it. it. The second one has some good visuals. The third one is super, super campy. Oh, yeah, the second yeah, one the is Yeah, the second fun. one's got really good visuals. It's The plot isn't really there, but it's got great visuals. And Because you actually go to hell, and you see a bunch of different things. But then the third one's just kind of... The third one... It's the third terrible. One's terrible. And the fourth one, everybody hates on yeah. the fourth one because it's Hellraiser in space, and it has some really bad scenes, but overall, it's an actually a really good movie. So it's kind of one of those, like, mm, right. I don't know. Anywho, let's get out of, get out of that but space and go to another good. space. <laughs> yeah, no, right. no more Hellraiser. Yeah, no, let's, yeah, Jason yeah. X is fine. Um, so, yeah. um, we were just talking about that one. We'll do that later. Yeah. That's another episode. <laughs> Hellraiser's the next episode. The next episode? episode? That's pretty soon. <laughs> I the mean, next one we uh, next one I'll be here for. I will yeah. happily <laughs> do another crossover at some point. Oh. Um, so one of the things about Jason in Space is that it has the has two of the best kills in the entire series. Yes, yes. It has the nitrogen uh, na- the nitrogen face smash, mm-hmm. which is Ooh, so good. so great. And then it has the actual. Um, sleeping bag kill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that got edited out of, like, I think, what was it? The. I think that was out of. Four? No, because it was a Kane Hodder no, one. No, that I think was, it was six. Six. 
I think. It was either six or seven it got edited out of because they basically, he smashes the tree once. No, no you know what? It was seven. Yeah, and yeah he dead. hits her one time and in dead. that sleeping bag. And in this yes. one, she, he's like, I love that they do it in the sim and one of the girls is like, do you want to smoke some pot and have premarital sex? <laughs> And then they get in, yeah. they take their tops off, and they get in their sleeping bags, and all you see is Jason looking through his Uber mask, and he's just like, yep, I'm going to kill you now. Like, you could just, like, hear his inner monologue. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's so bad. But it knows that it's a yeah. stupid sci-fi movie, you know? And it, it never goes away from being a stupid sci-fi movie. It just always oh, sure. is in that realm. So it never, tr- I mean, it never tries to be anything it isn't. And I think that's why a lot of people hate it, because they want it to be a slasher movie. And I'm like, it's not a slasher movie. It- it's the Tucker and Dale of the Jason series. Yeah. Like, right. You know. And it's not even, it's not even a slasher. It's just, it's just a Jason movie where they say, okay, let's put him in a sci-fi environment. And then what can we do with the surroundings or with this time period yeah. and just sort of marry it to Jason killing people. It's just, it's just different, bizarre, unique ways yeah. for him to kill people for 90 minutes, and <laughs> I will watch that. Absolutely. And I also think I'd, I'd have to look up where this was in, mm. in the series of who the hell owned this movie at the time, but I also think this was one of those oh, shit, we have to make a Jason movie or we're going to lose the rights to it. Yeah. Like, that's what this reeks of. It <laughs> you was, know? So it's wasn't like, it while they were waiting yeah. to be able to make Freddy versus Jason? Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's what yeah. it was. Yep. In they the weird to, limbo? It, yes. Yeah. That, yeah, it was like they had to make something. Yeah. Um, but it's... It, when, I fr- when I first saw this movie, I literally saw it because it was Jason in space. And I was like, I'll go see Jason in space, whatever. <laughs> then... Then Lisa sure. Ryder walked on screen, and I was like, I'm in. I'll watch it. I'm in. I love her. I think she's a great actress. She was a huge, like, a, a Canadian actress in the 90s, and I used to watch her on really bad shows like Forever Night and things like that. And um, and she was on Andromeda for all of that show when that was on. And what's funny is Lexa Doig, who's also in this movie with her, was the AI in Andromeda, and Lisa Ryder is the AI in Jason X. And I sat there and had a total fangirl moment of, oh my god! <laughs> but it's just, like, it, it's everyone else in this movie, other than those two people, I've never seen in anything else. So I'm like, and I saw them in things outside of this in other various different shows. So mm-hmm. I'm like, did any of these people ever go on to do anything? Did they... Was this one of those one and done? Yeah, <laughs> like, but... Uh... I feel like you could ask that every yeah. single movie. Most of I feel these like movies, every single though, movie yes. in this series has like one or two people that like yeah. eventually went on to have a career or even a minor career had something like yeah. you know but right. for the most part everybody that was in one of these movies has always they've always been you know B actors, C actors, D list actors, you know you they did one movie and have never done anything ever again. You know, and it's like other than the the various different stuntmen that have played Jason, because they've played multiple different parts in multiple yeah. different movies. I feel like anybody who was a camper or anything like that, you're just like, oh, never, no clue. Yeah, and I and I almost wish that you could bring somebody in who has who has no knowledge mm-hmm. of pop culture. Because I feel like they could pick out those performers. Yeah. I feel like anybody that watches the fourth one would be like, 
who's this Crispin Glover guy? Because he is fucking no. killing yeah, it yeah, on definitely. every level. Like, I didn't recognize yeah, him as a young because guy. Because everybody else just kind of blends together. And I really enjoyed him. Yeah. He was oh, my favorite okay. part of the movie. He looks yeah. exactly the same. I know, but for some reason my brain just couldn't imagine like, him as a young person. Wait, sorry, wrong guy. <laughs> Never mind, I'm an idiot. But like, and that's the thing too. Is like, with, with, with I knew it was him, but it took me a second again because I'm only ever yeah. used to seeing him with his hair split dead down the middle, and him having <laughs> like, you know, the last movie I saw him yeah. in was freaking Charlie's Angels. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like he hasn't been in anything. So yeah, it's like, you know, and I mean, but so I, we were talking about David Cronenberg earlier and how Jason Goes to Hell is like one of the you know like love letters. So David Cronenberg's actually in Jason X. Yeah. And he flat out said, he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it if Jason will kill me on screen. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the stipulation oh, yeah. for him to do it. So, That's, that's pretty easy uh, that stipulation like, to fill since he kills like 20 people in a, every movie. <laughs> <laughs> so this is... Yeah. All right, should we move on? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was sorry. just going to say, this is... This, this is like I said, the overall, this is my number one for this. This is my te- my number ten, you know, highest ranked. Love this movie in this whole series. My number one when it comes to my ranking of the entire series, you know, altogether. Because huh. I'm strange. This is the I'm only very one. Strange. Like this is the only <laughs> one where I'm disappointed that I burnt out so hard that I couldn't like force myself to watch it and will watch at a later date. This is one of those movies that on a Sunday afternoon, if I'm cleaning my living room, I'll throw it on and just leave it on in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I've probably seen this movie like 18 times. Yeah. And it's literally just because it's like, oh, hey, you know what yeah. I haven't seen in a really long time? Jason X. I'll put that on. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely owned it for a long time and would definitely like throw it on, like having people over, just like a weird movie to have on in the background. Hmm. Yeah. I've seen it many, many times. Alrighty. Where are we going from here, kids? Yeah. Uh, reboot? Yes. Freddy yeah. Jason? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I thought you Jason. said, are we voting? <laughs> oh, no, no, reboot. The remake. Oh, the reboot. yeah. Friday the 13th, part 1A. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. I would say uh, uh, either way. Either way? Freddy versus Jason? Yes. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was definitely more of a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Um, hmm. Especially, well, for a pretty, uh, bleh, for most of the movie, it feels way more like a, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street movie. <clears throat> Isn't until they get to, like, the the party that it starts to feel sort of half and half, I guess. Right. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, silly, and it was, like, slapstick, and it was, like, I don't know. It was so over the top, but, I mean, that, uh scene where Jason is like running through the cornfields that was fun (laughs) I I, I definitely enjoyed this movie it was like I said way in the beginning of this this adventure I'm I'm a huge fan of Freddy and I was waiting for this movie to come out because I had started to like Jason based on you know Jason X and things and once this movie did come out I was like oh okay I'm in I'm in I'm in it wasn't as good of a battle royale as I wanted. Right. No. But no. I that, that was, was my biggest issue. issue but with you know it. what? And I think and um, I'm 
gonna throw the director under the bus, I think it was because the director decided he didn't want Kane Hodder. Because they decided to go with a different actor for Jason, and it wasn't the same mm-hmm. oh. feeling, and it wasn't the same... Because he started running, yeah. you know. It, it, was, it was that, he started running again, but it just wasn't... There were little minute things that Kane Hodder did that I equate with Jason... And this this new guy, he was great, but he just he didn't have that. And I also think it was a letdown. It, it kind of like set the movie up to fail because there were so many fans that were like, "Kane Hodder is Jason, right? Robert Englund is Freddy. Mm-hmm. You can't have Freddy versus Jason without those two actors, right? So you know you you got one because no really as we we won't even talk about the abomination of the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. But you have, no. you know, you have, you don't have, no one else can play Freddy. Mm-hmm. And we've had so many other people yeah. play Jason until we landed on Kane Hodder. And Kane Hodder was the first one to embody the role and really think about it. And really, he was the first one to be like, no, I am Jason. I love being Jason. I mean, we have Derek Mears now, who is the same way. He's like, hands down. If we had to, if I had to choose between the two of them, I would never be able to. Mm-hmm. And, it, and you know, I could choose either one of them over any of the other ones, but I could never pick either one of them against each other. But I just feel like Freddy vs. Jason could have been such a so much better movie if you had the right Jason. Yeah, I uh, kind of wish they <laughs> hadn't brought in the whole uh, uh, the hospital part. That was so weird. It was kind of like. Yeah. Mm, it was just mm-hmm. too much of a they were trying to give it like way too much of a backstory it was almost like they were trying to make a sequel to a Nightmare on Elm Street that didn't exist didn't exist yet um, yeah. it was weird because it's kind of like throwing you into this Freddy universe but you know the girl's talking about how her mom was murdered by uh, whatever and um it was just kind of weird. I don't. I just don't think it needed all that backstory because it kind of. Mm. I don't know. It took me out of the fun zone when they're just like talking about like pretty fucked up, depressing stuff. Like her boyfriend got sent off to like a like mental institute basically for a couple years. Mm. Um, that part was really detraction uh, from the. You know, just pure, like, ridiculousness of it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I really, really, really hated the Freddy voiceover where he's, like, describing their, like, um, who they are and stuff. It's like, if you're watching this and you don't know who they are, I mean, why why are are you you watching this? (laughs) Like, you have no clue who these characters are by now, then you should probably start at the beginning and then come back later um, yeah. that, I just recently watched this, like, a couple days ago, and that voiceover was, like, so grating this time around. I was like, this is, like, super silly. Like, they're trying to make it sound all, like, dramatic and stuff, but it was, like, dumb. It was dumb. <laughs> yeah, this, this movie made me, like, angry. Because <laughs> I, I feel like... You had talked earlier about the idea is, or, or it it falls off as a new Jason. I just feel like the idea, if it's not going to work for ten years, just don't do it because there's no way to take these two worlds and marry them in a way that is satisfying at all. Like I, 
I enjoyed the final battle, kind of? Like, but really, by that point, I was so out of it. Yeah. I didn't care. I like these characters individually on their own. I don't see any reason mm-hmm. for them to meet at all, other than some weird, like, horror masturbatory <laughs> yeah. nonsense. Like, I, you know, like, it just seems so forced, like, alien versus predator. It's okay. That was a classic. How work. dare you? It, it really didn't work for me. <laughs> BJ, AVP, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, the mashups, they do get really, like, silly, especially mm-hmm. when they make no sense whatsoever. And the the plot they came up right. with to, like, put these two together, it was really ridiculous. Like, somehow, um, like, it yeah, made no sense. Care. Like, Jason's I... gonna start killing people, so then somehow they're gonna be able to bring Freddy back that way. It made absolutely no sense. I mean, it was stupid. But it was still fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate that we got, like, a half an hour of a fight scene. It wasn't like, you know, yeah, Jason sure. takes Manhattan where you're in Manhattan for five minutes. You got a solid fight scene, and you got solid fighting. Like, it wasn't like, let's cut away from the punch, or let's cut cut down the gore. Like, you cut Freddy's arm off and then beat him with it. Like, they, That's they, true. they like, went for it. <laughs> um, you know, and it's like... This movie did have the worst line in the entire franchise. I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about. Which one? There were a lot of them. <laughs> How sweet dark meat. Uh, dark meat. Was, oh my god. That was groan inducing, like literally out loud, like in the movie theater, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um there there was It also The girl who played the oh sorry, go ahead. Oh, um it also like left the door open like in another 10 years, there's going to be part two, you know? No, thanks. I know. Well, that's... No, stop it. I know. Stop they, it. like, no. can't well, the just that, end um, it, you know? I... No, I know, and I couldn't... I can't remember what documentary I was watching on it. It might have been Crystal Lake Memories. I'm not sure. It was either Never Sleep Again or Crystal Lake. It was one of the two of them. Somebody said that they they couldn't alienate one set of fans versus the other. Right. So they couldn't have Jason definitively win or Freddy definitively win. So that's why they had that little wink at the end. Yeah. You know, so literally that little wink at the end. Um, and, I mean, Robert Englund has flat out said, like, he did a, a Halloween Horror Weekend, I think, a couple of years ago that he put the makeup on, and he said flat out, I don't want to ever have to put this makeup on again. Huh. So I don't know if we'd ever, you would have to get somebody new to play the character. I don't think he would ever do it. I mean, honestly, if you paid him enough, no, he probably he would. Because yeah. pretty much anybody would. But I just I just don't know. And yeah. it's one of those, I, I like it where it is. I like it for the campiness that it is. I, I, it can be in its own little, you know, world over there in the corner and every, you know, and that's fine. But it doesn't have to be canon for either of the two series. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you got to kind of mm-hmm. know when to fold them. Um, yeah, you know, exactly. like Bruce Campbell recently retired as Ash forever. Yeah, and I was yeah. sad, but I was like, that's fine because I don't want to see him being Ash when he's like seventy-five. Exactly. Like the beginning, the very first shot you see of Ash in the Ash versus Evil Dead show is literally him strapping himself into a giant leather girdle. Yes. Yes. 
So, I mean, they've <laughs> yeah. already played up to the fact that he's he's older. He's not. He's yeah. still is an idiot. But, you know, he's just, you, you can't. You can only play the part for so long right. before you have to pass it off to somebody else. Yeah, we don't we yeah. don't need Robert England to be, like, breaking a hip in ten years and, like, exactly. Freddy versus Jason part two, you know? I think yeah. that he can continue going on, being cameos in, like, a horror movie every year, and that'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I love when he shows up randomly, like, when you, he randomly shows up in movies that you would least, like, completely not expect him in, and then he's just, he's just there, and he's just in the background, Right. you're like, hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, what's mm. going on? Right. But my biggest issue with this movie wasn't even the plot or anything like that, it was actually the girl who played the lead, the character's name was Lori. Oh, Monica which, Kina? Yeah, I, oh my god. I'm so good. <laughs> Yeah. She was really popular back then. She was in a ton of movies. She she was in a ton of movies, but for this oh, movie, yeah. I was like, D- can you just give her the wall so she can chew on it? Yeah, I like, know. She was not I good. Just, oh. <laughs> she was, oh. like, really, like, she was, like, hysterical, like, the whole movie, basically. Yeah. I was like, I, I can't. I just can't, guys. <laughs> I wonder if this movie killed her career, because she, like, disappeared right afterwards. <laughs> did she do after that i don't know that's why i'm wondering <laughs> did she <laughs> retire because <laughs> she's actually according to my imdb yeah i just looked it up too <laughs> yeah she's she's been yeah she's been working she's oh, on okay. entourage yeah oh okay yeah she was like really in a lot of movies for a while but then kind of <laughs> yeah. oh, entourage great yeah she was on robot chicken once Oh, okay. Well, it <laughs> like, sounds like she's doing good. Yeah, it's like she, it looks like she has like various, like one, one, you know, here and there, like one little part for like this show or that TV show or whatever. But it's just, I mean, I'm not necessarily sure if that movie reflects on her as an actress, but in that movie, she was terrible. <laughs> she was, yes. I agree. Um, <clears throat> so we've been talking for two and a half hours. Yeah. Oh my god. Should we just skip the remake because it's horrible? That's that's what I ended up doing literally. Okay. I tried to watch it four times. So I don't want to talk about it. It is the worst thing. Should we just quickly list our uh, rankings? Sure. Okay. So sure. I did based on rewatchability, and I said Freddy vs. Jason is number one for rewatchability, not like quality because <laughs> it's fun and then parts two and four were tied parts one and six were tied jason x remake part eight part five hmm. and the other two are not on nice. there because i did not watch them <laughs> all right i'll go next i have part four part six Part one, three, five, two, Jason X. Uh, the one with the seven. psychic, what is that? Uh, seven, Freddy versus Jason, Manhattan, Jason Goes to Hell, and the remake. <laughs> it's not even on the list. It's just yeah. terrible. It's just terrible. Um, <laughs> I have Jason Lives and then the final chapter close together. Part one, part two, um, 
The New Blood, then part three, but I've kind of switched that since we've talked about it. Uh, A New Beginning, just because I both lost the feed and the plot, according to my notes. Um, (laughs) Jason Takes Manhattan, which I just, I could not finish. Um, Couldn't force myself to do it. And then I didn't get to see um, X or Hell or Freddy versus Jason on this go around. Oh, man. I will in the future. Oh you no! Two that are I, actually watch, okay. watchable. I'm, 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 I'm going fine. to watch okay. Jason X. Um, but watch Jason X. If, yeah. if you have to, watch I, one I was of at those, the point where Jason I was watching X. two Friday the Thirteenth a day, and yeah. I needed to stop. Um, and then <laughs> last, because it's the last I can rate, was the remake, which I just I could not stomach. Couldn't do it. Hated every character. Yeah, couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, it was just soulless. <laughs> like that's how I would describe it. It was like empty, mm-hmm. you know. It was like an empty, like it was just empty. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, it was just. It did not pack any punch. I mean, it was just so fucking generic. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they they were trying too hard to keep what the first one created. Yeah, and add too much new stuff, mm-hmm. and th- they just couldn't blend it together. Yeah. yeah. It was, well, and the thing that I didn't know until right now, just looking at it, is that the remake and apparently the sequel were produced by Charles mm-hmm. Band, and he is directing the second one, and he makes just the <laughs> Wait, worst what? Movies. He's directing like, what? I, he's directing the second oh. remake, like the sequel what? to the remake. Oh, there's a You should not be directing anything. You sound like an angry child. He shouldn't be doing that. Like, <laughs> no. Like, That's really weird. Like, he made Ghoulies 1 and 2 and maybe wow. he made Ghoulies 3. Like, just quit while you're I mean, mildly oh, oh, ahead. Oh, good like, news. The, the, the movie sequel was canceled as of March 23rd. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, I didn't know okay. that. <laughs> Guys, this is it. We we Almost, went through the whole yeah. series. There will never be another one, and we'll never speak of it again. Um, right. So, if you watch one movie this year, go see Hereditary. But if you watch two, <laughs> watch Jason X. Watch Jason X. Yeah, wow. like I said, guys, I rank Jason X as, as my number one movie, and it's like, and it's funny because when I was going through, um. My it's it's like I have ten, three, four, one, two, Freddy versus Jason, and then five, six, seven, eight, and then I couldn't put nine anywhere. Like I couldn't put Jason Goes to Hell anywhere because I couldn't decide <laughs> if I liked it or if I hated it. And where so I think I'm gonna tie it with Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. You I do liked like it, but it. I like it. You for the liked wrong it. Reason. Come on. There's nothing wrong <laughs> that with ridiculous. that. It's okay. I like it for the wrong reason, so I think I'll tie it right in the middle with Freddy vs. Jason. Um, but the reason... It's okay to like a bad it movie. Okay. Obviously, okay. since we just discussed 12 bad ones. 12 bad right. movies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically what's going on right now is, um, I talked about it a little bit earlier, Friday the 13th is in a big lawsuit right now. The entire IP is basically being... It's who owns it versus is it the production company that owns it, the writer that owns it, Sean Cunningham, who originally created it, 
who actually owns it. Mm-hmm. The original um, the original writer is basically saying that he has never been given any royalties or anything, and his name has not been attached to anything. It has basically he was the one that created this and this whole big thing. He was basically hired on for a one and done gig. And then it became really popular, and he's trying to backpedal now 30-some-odd years and say, no, 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 you guys owe me this. Mm -hmm. And it it could be, from what I've heard, I've read in various different (gasps) things like Hollywood Reporter and things like that, that the contract that he signed wasn't very clear as to whether or not this was a one-and-done thing or whether or not it was a, yep, you created this, you will forever have an attachment to it. So now nobody really knows what, because it's so fuzzy, nobody really knows where the rights lie. Mm. So the video game has to stop production. They will no longer be making any new updates to the video game. Um, Any sequels that have been planned, any new versions of any movies, any reboots, anything like that, all are canceled. I believe it goes even as far as into the comic books. Anything that has the Jason face on it, like licensing on it for media, oh, wow. I believe is you're done. So like the Freddy versus Jason versus Ash versus mm. the Evil Dead, like all those comics, mm-hmm. I think they have to stop. Wow. But like the only reason I found out about it was because I got um, I was a I was a backer for the video game and I got an email two or three weeks ago that said we will no longer be able to update the game. Oh. We will consistently. We will update the game to fix bugs and things like that, but we're not going to be able to add the extra Jasons that we've been planning on. We're not going to be able to add the extra characters that and the extra, you know, things from various different movies that that we've been promising for you know the decade that we've been working on this game. Oh wow! So and it's all because of this this lawsuit. So it it's if this goes mm-hmm. to court. Is there a way to sign up to be on the jury? Because this is the boring shit that I would <laughs> love too. to hear. Same thing. So it's like, and once I got that email, I was like, what are you talking about? I haven't heard that there's a lawsuit going on. You would have thought that one of the a plethora of horror podcasts that I listened to would have said something. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so I went and I went into like deep dive research mode. And I was like, oh, really? But again, same thing. I would love to be a fly on the wall to find out like all this but it all goes down to you have to read your contracts yeah you sign them mm-hmm. read all that paperwork i would love to hear to like a fancy lawyer talking about hmm. jason Woolery's <laughs> <laughs> like on the record like this hockey masked killer who did come up with this idea <laughs> who believe who came up with this whose was it yeah oh my god so that's the yeah that's that's the basics as to what's going on with that which on the one hand it sucks because we're not going to get any new friday the 13th anything until this is settled on the other hand we're not going to get any friday the 13th crap until this is settled so although it would be nice if they would make a 13th friday the 13th and just never make another one i know they were planning on um, you know, making the 13th and having it be like a total reboot, I read somewhere, mm-hmm. but that was originally set for this year, and then all this stuff mm-hmm. happened, and then I read it was set for 2020, which would be the 40th anniversary, so whatever. I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so over it after this uh, long endurance yep. test. <laughs> Yeah, I was so excited when you were like, let's watch all of the Friday the 13th movies. I was like, yeah! Oh, never again. Well, like, I, I, don't even, I don't even know if I could do all of the Nightmare series, and I've seen them all multiple times. 
I don't know if I could sit through them anymore. Next time around, we'll do a series that has way less movies. Hellraiser! Like, maybe, I don't know. We'll have to think about it. I need to, like, take a take a brain break and, like, you know. I need to read some books. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You go read a book. <laughs> well, I'm going to go cross-stitch. <laughs> reading? Why would you read books when you can just watch a bunch, a bunch of fantasy Oh, God. Movies? Oh, well, I love all those movies, but we don't talk about the fifth one. You guys, we've been recording yeah. for almost three hours, so I think that we'll probably have to do. We right. did it. I think we can go to bed. Um, we did it. I can eat you breakfast. for... Oh, yeah. It's, it's I can eat dinner that I made two, three hours ago. Morning for you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this. If you actually made it this far, you three listeners out there, which are probably three of us, um, yeah. and or our three of our parents... <laughs> and uh yeah so this would be considered the sort of uh inaugural sort of mashup for new horror podcast death rattle and you know crossover etc <laughs> can we say this is the sinister sister swan song yes and the sinister <laughs> sister swan song and uh, can you say, say it wow. that's a lot of so many s's <laughs> And, uh, you know, Good Jeez. Times, Great Movies. If you've never listened to that, you should definitely give it a listen, because Count Orlock here You should. This is, is on there right now, because it's a crossover. <laughs> All right. So if you want to listen to it again... Um, I think I need to hang up, because I have a very sore throat. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Good, good, yes. good time, All right. everybody. Thank, Thank you, you guys. so much. This, this was, awesome. was a lot of fun. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye, everybody.